We live? Oh, yeah, we are live. <laughs> well, mid-season report grades. Um, me and you haven't had a chance to really just talk about um, each player on the team and Leon Rose and Tibbs specifically. So I guess we could just go down the list and uh, each give a, a, like a letter grade. But I wanted to first talk about before we even um talk about that i wanted to talk about um the almighty four c and it, within all seriousness like not even trolling or, and not like that like what the hell is going on this season shouldn't be a surprise to people who looked down on the roster last season like i was and um you know, it's a couple things that I got jotted down here in my notes, but uh, I'm gonna just go down the list, right? Before so, you do that, let me see the shirt, man. Oh, the shirt. Oh, yeah. You got you got to get up. You got to get up. You got to step backwards. You got to let everybody see Almighty oh, Four C. Yeah, Almighty Four C. You got to tell everybody everybody what's going on with that. Almighty Four C, man. My means. So basically, um, dudes was asking me for pictures, and my phone is like, my phone camera is broke. But um, after we do this podcast, when I leave out, um, I'm actually going um, to Harlem and I'm going to check in with my mans. So I'm going to have a better, I'm going to have a good picture. And the people who want the hoodie, uh, like I said before, it's $70. Um, we can send it right to you. Or you could go pick it up from my boy. Or he could just drive it to you. So either way, you know, let, let, let's get to work. But I still have y'all DMs on my twitter so yeah don't please don't go nowhere um and i have everything situated by the end of this day as far as the hoodies are concerned but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it man i'm telling you man, people if people are gonna be using your words you gotta you gotta uh market that shit man you know because that, that yo i tell you that shit fucking annoys the shit out of me because i mean like, like, um, it's, it's one thing to play the kids stuff, right? The play the kids is cool, but you started play the kids. I never heard nobody say that until you started saying it. And not everybody. That's like the key phrase. Even all the way, I, yo, I, I swear to God, I swear I heard like, um, Alan Hahn say that shit on MSG. You know what I'm saying? And that that comes that to me. That comes from you. You know. So this Almighty Four C shit, we ain't, they ain't gonna be, ain't gonna go on without without a fight. You know what I'm saying? They can't just be using people's words and don't give nobody credit for this shit. This is bugged out. You know. So that's that's my energy with it. <laughs> and yo, I get tagged at least once a day on it. And I respect it. Like I um when I first, you know, said it, like I was listening to um West Side Gun and he says the <laughs> he says the almighty. I said that. And then while I was watching him on one TV, because I got two, I got two TVs. So I was watching that freestyle on one TV. And on my other TV, I was watching a replay of a Nick game, and Randall was going off. I think it was the game he went off for like 44 on the Mavs. And I'm like, damn, man, we had the fourth seed. It's almighty fourth seed. It's exactly how it went, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started saying it from there on out. So um, I appreciate Nick Nation, man. I appreciate all y'all, man. Uh, yeah. And if, and if they I mean. don't appre- if they don't appreciate, I'm gonna make sure they appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 shit, they better. Shit, I'm national treasure, man. 
entertainment <laughs> value goes up way high. <laughs> matter of fact, I need, I want my flowers. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm trying to plant them. My flowers. I'm trying to plant them for you, man. So I appreciate you, dog. Yeah. Well, I got some flowers here if you want flowers. <laughs> so, you already know what I'm about to do. I got some flowers if you want. Oh, there you go. You want some flowers? I got some flowers if you want. I'll be going to get some flowers after you get off this pod. <laughs> oh, God. All right, man. All right, we got to get to some business, man. What's what's on what's on the agenda? All right, so so boom, so the Almighty Fourth Seed, pressure, rebuilding, understanding the landscape, knowing timelines, understanding what, who Tibbs is, right? So as far as like pressure is concerned, right? My whole thing with us making the playoffs last season, yo, what's up, Marvin's perspective? Um, perspective, appreciate you, King. My whole thing about the fourth season from last season was pressure. We was in the middle of a rebuild, right? And we was going into basically the second year of our rebuild. And I felt that we didn't need the pressure of making the playoffs so soon. And, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about Sims, brother. And um, I, I didn't want the pressure of us making the playoffs so soon because then that puts a time stamp on Tibbs' tenure here. One. Two, I felt the pressure wasn't needed yet because there's no superstar free agents on the market until 2025. 2024, if you want Jalen Brown or Carl Anthony Towns. Um, shout out to Cat, though, who won the three-point contest, by the way. Um, the pressure of Leon Rose having to actually answer the fan base instead of his usual MO and being quiet the pressure of the players performing. So we can see all of our players across the board, bro. They're all shooting lower percentages from last season, all of them. So it's not just Randall who benefited from the almighty fourth seed. The whole team did, especially R.J. Barrett. Let's be real, especially yeah. R.J. Barrett. So, you know, that pressure, it, it really annoys me. And we wouldn't be... We wouldn't be talking about how disappointing the next season is if we didn't make the playoffs last season, pressure, drafted a guy like Jalen Suggs, and, you know, we're watching Jalen Suggs make mistakes instead of Evan Foyant. Right. So that was, that was my first thing. It's just pressure. Like, we're all getting at each other. Got Nick content creators quitting – Nick's content. <laughs> well, that's yo. Know, she's not a Nick's content creator. Let's say who. I like to say names, man. Ashley is not a content creator. She's a clout chaser trying to build her career. That's what that's about. You know, we we are Nick content creators. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it it is what it is with that. But like like pressure, I get it. You know, you know, you you were saying like the um the crowd. You know, the, the like I think you were probably one of the first people that I heard that her people say that too. Like just bring up the whole point that there's no crowd. That's why the Knicks were playing a certain way. Also, too, um, my man, I think I think Marvin might have said it um the other the other night when we was talking. Just a, a simple fact that they weren't able to to like um you know, they weren't able to practice, other teams weren't able to get um good footage to to get um the scouting report and stuff, whatever. So we mm -hmm. were surprising a lot of teams as well. So all, all that all that stuff plays into into account with the with the whole pressure thing. 
And then right now, the, the heat is on because last year, the almighty 4C, like you say, right, that we got it. So now the pressure's on to do whatever. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, go ahead. My bad. No, no. I, I was just going to say, like, it's like a um, like a water pot. You know, the heat is on and now it's whistling. You know? And it's getting louder. <laughs> yeah, ain't, but ain't no tea. Where the tea at? Ain't no cups. You know, the water just boiling and there's nothing to put the shit in. Mm-hmm. And now the pressure is getting to the point where you see a story. Now you're seeing multiple stories come out where management, everybody's pointing the finger. So now you got Scott Scott Perry saying, "Well, I'm the one who signed it. Who wanted to sign Demar Derozan? Me on Rosen Worldwide West is the ones who wanted Evan Fournier and and, 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 and Kimber Walker, but Tibbs he didn't want Kimber Walker." <laughs> so you see where I'm going. So now Worldwide West is blaming Tibbs coaching, but we don't know if we want to blame Leon Rose because he's the one who signs. He's the one who gets the players to come in and sign the checks. James right. Dolan just signed. Just James Dolan's just say yes or no. <laughs> so you know now finger pointing is due to pressure. If the Knicks was winning, there would be no finger pointing, and I wholeheartedly. I am in lockstep with Brock Aller throughout this whole situation, dog. Why? Even, even when he said, even when he said trade Mitch, and we're gonna talk about Mitch later. But even when he said a report where it said trade Mitch, but Tibbs wanted to keep Mitch. Brock Aller was kind of right in the sense of if Mitch walks for nothing. <laughs> so well, no. this, this Steelers Knicks fans here, he, he basically makes a good point too. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yep. But at, at the at the same time, like like everybody has a pecking order. So this this guy's in charge, whatever. This guy's in charge of that, charge of that, charge of that. You you can have cooks and, and stuff like that. But if if you flip the analogy, if if you're playing, if you're in a war, right, you got to have a general, you got to have lieutenants, you got to have sergeants. You know, you got to have guys in control of certain things in the thing, and they come together in the war room, and then you talk about it. The best strategy. To um to get to where you need to go. Another another point with that is that while while that conversation is being had, people are getting pissed. So listen, I'm telling you, we need to get rid of this motherfucker. We need to trade this guy, or, or I'm trying to tell you, we need to run the office this way. We, we, we're getting killed. You know, I'm quite sure they're having all these conversations, or whatever. So, you know, that that's that's all mixed in the mix too. The, but um, the reports. One thing I, I want to say about that is that I'm hoping that this is not old school stuff where they used to leak stuff to the press. You know, like a guy's pissed off, and then he'll he'll leak something to the New York Post, uh, or he'll leak something to to this guy, or whatever, just you know for whatever reason. Because they used to do that back in the days. That that's what what troubles me. Because if guys are leaking stuff like that, you know, then then um that's a that's a problem. That means that the 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 organization is um is toxic, you know. But also too, I don't trust those guys. That's why I don't follow none of them. You know, I don't follow Berman and and, and half of those guys. You know, because I, I just don't trust none of them cats. Yeah, but it's like, I, yeah, I don't like, I don't like Mark Berman, but the man, it feels like he's been spot on all season, bro, and he's toxic, and yeah. I can relate to a toxic person. So he likes to begin on podcasts. That's why he likes to I guess. Every time I look around, he's on somebody's podcast. Even guys that got like ten followers, he's sitting there on the podcast answering questions and stuff, man. So I think that's love, I think he, man. Yeah, he's been around for 20 years, though. He's been around since, um, I think, right after 99. That's when he got hired. So he never had no love all these years. So now he's finally getting a little love. So I think he, I think he's really enjoying it now. So he's kind of calmed down. 
so so you know but that comes with pressure so now you're saying about leaked articles um it leaked that tibbs didn't want kimber walker yeah tibbs proceeds to bench kimber walker wow it leaks that tibbs didn't want a cam reddish trade it's leaked i mean it's not leaked it's evident because tibbs dmp's cam reddish wow yeah so who 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 are we supposed to believe pressure well yeah well i mean yeah if, if that's if that's happening that's like coming out that's that's not good that's not good that means that that shows that everybody's just just all jacked up you know so it's like where do we go from here now with, with all this stuff yeah man so that was one of the reasons why i hated the i hated the fourth seed last season you know it, it it's tough man and then you know, you, you just don't want to bench Kemba Walker out, right? You know, he's a, fe- a fellow New Yorker, but Kemba's been bad. Kemba got one of the highest negatives on our team, along with Julius Randle. Like, that's bad. And they've been starting majority of the season. So Yeah, but we also could count the amount of pick and rolls that he's been called all year, too, you know? Oof. Oh, God. I don't even yeah. want to know. The, those minutes that, that a Derrick Rose had that when, he, when he got before he got hurt, there was no reason for it. We have so much um, so excess in, in players that we shouldn't be we shouldn't be burning our guys out like that, you know. And then also too, like like you kill his his confidence by by benching him, and then you bring him back, and not and now you won't bench him. It's just it's odd, you know. It's odd because now now it's t- it's Tom Thibodeau being spiteful, you know. That these are other little things that that's going along with it too, man. So if all that is happening, man, then somebody like like I was saying before, whoever's the leader, whoever's the top, which is Leon Rose, you know, make a decision because we because we do not want um, the president stepping in over the general. You know, and uh, what I mean is Dolan, right? Yeah. We don't want Dolan coming in over the general, which is Leon Rose, and telling him what to do. Because if he, if that happens, then we might as well just like, you know, pack but, it but up. The, but the thing that works in our favor, World Wide West, that's James Dolan's man's. <laughs> so, so that that works in our favor. That's why I love James Dolan. Man, you always keep a black man around. Man. <laughs> he got a, he got an emergency black dude in a, in a glass. I guess I guess where well, well, is the next one? Oh man, he got Isaiah. He had Isaiah. He had freaking um my man. You know what's his name? Uh, I, 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 huh? Herb. Uh, yeah, Herb. Everybody. I mean, this is going on the line. Mr. Squeaky Voice. You know? Oh my God, that's some funny shit. Worst record in the NBA over the last month. The Knicks three and thirteen, the Pistons three and thirteen. Pressure. Mm-hmm. Two thousand one Knicks 30, 50, 30, um, 30, 52. 2002 Knicks thirty seven forty five. Two thousand three Knicks thirty nine forty three. So Knicks once in every ten years, you want to have a great record. It's called pressure. The Knicks have lost more games than every other team in the NBA over the past two decades, yet somehow they've never landed a top two pick in the draft during this stretch. Only once they have had a pick in the top three, and that's the year when we had R.J. Barrett. So so it's, it, it, the Knicks don't know how to tank, and that's evident from what I've just said. And I don't even want to talk about the 2000 to 2010 Knicks, because that's that's going to hurt my brain. And pressure, the Knicks have lost three 20-point leads in the past month. The Knicks led by 28 points with 644 
to go in the second quarter against the Nets. And we lost that game. And it's the third time this month the Knicks have lost after leading by 20 or more. They're the first team to blow three 20-point leads in the same month in the last 25 seasons. Pressure. Yeah. What do you think about this at the bottom here with Mr. Um, Robert Mendez? Because that's pressure too now. Now you're talking about, oh, we, he said we need to chill. Talking about fans and me and you and stuff like that, that we need to chill. That everybody, right, according mm-hmm. to him, is forgetting that it's only the second year of rebuild. Man. So then, so now now we have pressure to to just sit back and on our, fi- on our feet, on, on our, you know, sitting on our hands and, and whatever we're what we trying to do. Like, we trying to make diamonds out of coal or something? Like, you're just waiting for, for something to happen out of the blue? I, I don't know when he popped in. But, you know, I've clearly said that this is the second year of the Knicks rebuild, which goes into my point about pressure. Yeah. You didn't have to make the fourth seed last season. It's called, and that goes into my up. Now that goes into the next topic besides pressure. That goes into rebuild, right? So, minimum. The Knicks have five chances to get a starting point guard after they drafted R.J. Barrett and signed Julius Randle in the same offseason. 2019 or 2020, you could have traded for Chris Paul. So that's one. Um, 2020 offseason, you had Kyle Lowry. You know, I mean, or was that 2019? Well, I think it was 2021. Yeah, well, I'm getting, I'm getting the years mixed up. But you had a chance to... Sign Kyle Lowry or trade for him. You didn't do that. You had a chance to sign Fred Van Fleet for the high, throw him 30 million. F it. Do it. You didn't do that. And you had three chances in the 2020 draft to get a lead guard. And you chose Julius Randle's backup. Cole Anthony, who I watched wear Tim's and do a windmill dunk. <laughs> In the dunk contest, putting on a Nick jersey. Such a tease, by the way. Such yeah. a tease and a spit in my face. Tyese Maxey, another lead guard. And Halliburton, another lead guard. Who the Knicks did not know was available for a trade. Pressure, rebuild, World Wide West, Leon Rose, your connections. But you didn't know Halliburton was supposed was up for grabs. Rebuild and pressure. Then you go into last season and last season, the season prior to this one, you make the fourth seed with two first round picks, knowing you're going into the second year of your rebuild. You make the playoffs, you get punched in the playoffs first round, and your reward is 200 million worth of garbage. And you only get Quentin Grimes, who I love Quentin Grimes, by the way. But you could have had Quentin Grimes and you could have had. Scotty Barnes. You could have had Quentin Grimes, and you could have had Kay Cunningham, and you could have had Jalen Green, and you could Kaminga. So rebuilding, understanding talent, understanding that the whole Eastern Conference is getting better besides you. You took a step back. We're nowhere near in, in finals contention. So how about you play through the young guys and try to rebuild this thing the right way? Go back to the roots. Go back to 1966 where you drafted your pillars. Maybe the Knicks should try to do that instead of trying this free agency route that we've been trying for 20 years. 
Well, it's 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 a um it's a it's not really it's no format though, bro. You know that's that's the main thing. Even even if you go back that far, you know they had Richie Guerin before that. My man, you know, shout out to um to Marvin, man. I think I think Marvin said this too. That if you go back that, well, it might have been Freezy. Some one of them said it. Like like even before Clyde, they had Richie Guerin. He had a bunch of other guys. Uh, I forgot what what, what was the um the actual point guard that was there before. Oh, Dick McGuire, I believe. Dick McGuire was the point guard, and and Clyde was actually his backup as a as a rookie or whatever. So I mean, like you, you get certain players, and once you see that you have a player uh, coming off the bench, then you make other moves. You know, it, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be um seamless. Like you get this guy, you already got um, you already got a uh, what's the name um, uh, uh who's who's the who's the, the 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 big leader there, the captain. For, for the for the next the, uh, but anyway, you got the captain there, and then then you the later on you get Clyde. After you get Clyde, then you get um Dick Barnett. Yeah, Willis Reed, Lord have mercy. Yeah, so you get all these guys, and then you make a trade for um the busher, you know, and then you you also draft. What's in it? So there's a whole bunch of things that's happening, you know. So it, it wasn't just like like one year we got this guy, what this guy we get this year we got that guy. It was a flowing thing that was that was happening, you know, because Phil Jackson is also part of that too. Was super sub coming off the bench kind of thing, playing defense. So I mean put, coming together, and then also the, the right coach coming in there. You know, um, uh, using his his team because at the at the time the Knicks were a finesse team, but they played defense too. You know, so the the, the coach was able to make it work. You know, because I mean the coach wasn't like Tibbs and say, oh, here stand in the corner, do that, this, that, and the other. That that team, uh, it wasn't they they weren't necessarily like like physical, but they moved, they 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 ran a fast break. You know, they 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 ran a fast break without passing the ball. So there was a lot a lot of different things that they they were so special about. The, and all of the oh, the whole team could shoot. That that was also unprecedented. The whole team could shoot, for one through five, all the way one through ten. Everybody could shoot. So I mean, you, you have you, if you if you're building a, fr- uh, a a roster, you have to have a plan, and you just have to just go for it. You know, I, I think that's what everyone just wants. They just want, you know, the team to just pick a pick a spot, pick something that you want to do, and just go for it all all out. And then whatever happens at the end, if you if you if you go all out on it, it should be the right thing. It should end up with a championship. Yeah. Um. Every, everything got to fall into place like and just just this rebuild just sticking with this rebuild okay like if you want to say frank and knox was mistakes by all means you could live with that because they was mistakes but the mistake happened even before frank and knox we didn't have no first round picks in 2015 2016 while porzingis was here that hampered the rebuild and we should we should be blessed that we had got another blue chipper um years after we got Porzingis. So prime example, like RJ Barrett, um, he's the first 21-year-old or younger Nick player, just cur- current Nick players, young players, with a 35-5 and 5 game in the last 40 seasons in 40 years. And this is your third overall pick. You have to give this man. A point guard and it's tough you got randall and you got rj as your pillars and you still don't give these guys a point guard i don't understand it and then you know rebuilding a roster comes with understanding the landscape as well if you're not going to draft a point guard you have to survey the landscape for one if kimball walker was the best option then you fell. Yeah, they, that's where the Knicks messed up, I think. Definitely. You you, you fell. And then it's crazy because here's, here's 
this is how you know the Knicks need a point guard really bad. So, you know, I'm looking at it right here. In games with a five-point differential in the last five minutes, New York is 13-18. and 18. Its offense goes into, into the tank, and its defense becomes a turnstile. The Knicks have a minus 22.1 net rating in close games, tied for 28. You can't win games. Yeah, you can't win. You can't win games like that. Yeah, but you know, also with with it's not just the point guard though; it's everything. Because we can't get rebounds, we can't get stops inside, we can't we can't stay in front of our men outside. You know, we, we can't pass the ball to each other. You know, it's it's so many different things going on. But the the reason why because it, the Knicks, oh, I, you can go to every era and pinpoint the exact moment where we where we knew we fucked up. You know, you can just go all the way down the line to every single era. Like, like say, I'm just gonna say Scott Layden. When Scott Layden um signed Allen Houston to that hundred million dollar contract, that screwed us up because then now you can't get, you can't do nothing now. You already had Sprewell, you know. So they they should have made, they should have said, listen, we got Sprewell six foot five. He's already out of position playing small forward, and we got Allen Houston. We need to make a decision here. You know, we don't have, a, you know, they didn't really have a point guard at the time. So some, so something needed to happen. Where where you get your point guard and then start adding other pieces to it and build build around pick up pick somebody build either around Sprewell or or you or um Allen, but they chose to keep both of them and then we ended up making trades. We got Glenn Rice and then now we got to play Glenn Rice, Sprewell, and Houston at the same time. We was looking crazy and then before you know it, now now Isaiah got to come in there, you know, to to save um Layden. But now but Isaiah's coming in just blah 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 trading draft picks and doing all kind of stuff. So it it's just a snowball effect. And now here, here we are. Um and now we we're doing the same thing. Getting Kemba Walker and, and Fournier more more Kemba Walker than anything. What was 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 even yeah, Kemba Walker and Fournier was it just messed everything up. Cause I mean, it, you know, even if you go back to Porzingis, like um the Porzingis stuff, we, we had no draft picks. Uh we, we didn't go all out because we had Melo, we should have went all out. You know that was that was the time where we should have went all out. Just just trade whatever remaining assets we have and just get the, get a point guard there and really go hard with that that crew because we only had a small window. But I mean, you know, fast forward now, we had to trade Przingis to get to RJ. But but right now we need a we absolutely needed a point guard. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna keep referencing my man, uh, my man, um, uh, Marvin and stuff. You know, he was he's been saying that the last few podcasts I've been on, like you know, you need a point guard. They just did not go to get one. So that, that that screwed it up. Now, now, now we're we're in a place now where we might have took two steps back. We took one step forward and took two steps back. You know, so you know it's crazy, man. It's tough, and you know another uh, another indictment on Tibbs. I mean, in Tibbs, Leon, and Cole, when it comes to a point guard, we have one of the slowest paces in the NBA. I think we're set dead second to last. And then when you have a slow pace team, you're supposed to be good in half court offense right yeah. so like last year like 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 last year but there's no consistent identity for them to hang their hat on according to synergy sports their half court offense is 26 in points per possession at 0.993 their 108.4 offensive rating ranks 25th in the nba and you know mike woodson left it looked like the the knicks um offense went to shit I so I, I don't know what the hell is going on with there and then Thibodeau's after timeout plays ranked 23rd in the NBA with 0.9 points per possession so we're not running good half court offense we're slow paced we're not getting good out of out of out of timeout uh plays and possessions we're just not a good team 
But a lot of those numbers I just said, that's on the head coach, right? That is disgusting. So rebuild, right? Now we're talking rebuild. Okay, you get Obi Toppin. Make it work. So Obi Toppin has the highest plus minus on the team. He plays the same position as Julius Randle. Julius Randle has the highest negative rating on the team this season by far. I think he's in the 190s. It's just disgusting. And, you know, you could play them together. I don't see why you don't play them together. Even quickly, quickly he's been struggling for two months, right? For two, three months. The Knicks are still a plus 5.7 positive when he's on the court. And he has Who's a lesser you and he has a lesser usage usage rate than last season. You're talking about quickly? Yeah, yeah. He has still has a, a positive plus minus and he's struggling. What does that tell you, Diehard? Uh, it, it tells me those numbers are, are flawed, man. Because uh, I mean the, the, the eye the eye test and the emotion that we go through every single night watching watching mm-hmm. this team, man. See, the, it, when, it, when it comes down to it, it comes down to listen. Uh, we we um we did something. Okay, so now we have to continue. To, we have to continue to uh, to let it to let it um to let it uh, smolder. You know, like we can't we can't let the fire go out. You know, okay, listen. Uh, we 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 messed up. Okay, we messed up. We got Kemba Walker, Fournier. We messed up. So I'm not, the trade deadline is coming. Fix it. Fix it. You know, if you if you want to keep if you didn't tra- listen if you if you didn't um. Uh, fire Tom Thibodeau before the trade deadline. Okay, so that means you're keeping him, right? And you, you made the decision not to trade Mitch and all this other stuff. Then listen, absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, this damn team should have should have uh, put whatever chips they need to do and put in, into a box and get a damn point guard here. Because I mean, l- look at Indi- Indiana. Indiana said to hell with it. Sabonis, bye. And they went and got um, you know, whoever they need to get Halliburton this, that, and the other. Uh, freaking the Pelicans went and got CJ. They said to hell with it. Send whatever we need to send. Get CJ over here. It, you just go down the line. Team said, listen, we messed up. We need to fix it, and then just do it. The Knicks said, nah, we ain't gonna do nothing. We're not gonna do nothing. You know. And then like that, it, it comes back to the, like a comment like this. You know, my man, my man, he said that, that yo, we need to chill. Everybody's uh, forgetting that this is only the second year. We've, no, that's not how it goes, man. Like like we we're we're in a um. We're trying to win right now, right? Right, state. We try to, we try to get, we try to eventually get to the championship, no matter how, by any means necessary, you know. So we fucked up. So, so something needed to be done. So now nothing was done. Now we arguing about Tibbs. You know, we are arguing about how how we gonna play this guy and who's getting minutes over this guy and all this. And can can we get um, this guy to play with this guy? Yo, somebody needs somebody needs to go down. So like Tom Tom, right now the only option right now is Tom Tibble needs to get out of here. Yeah. That's the only option right now, yeah. and then and then we need we need another coach in here to get our young guys acclimated into this, so we so we can start the next um uh, thing. So more indictment on more indictment on Tom Thibodeau. So a net rating swing, <clears throat> right? I see Nikola Jokic, Stephen Curry, you know Jason Tatum, Aaron Gordon. Wow, Obi Toppin. Wow, man, you quickly. Interesting. This is a rebuild. Burks got three points in 26 minutes, and Taj got six minutes, six points in 25 minutes in the Brooklyn game. Obi Toppin had eight points in 10 minutes. That is disgusting. Obi Toppin played in his 100th game earlier in January. He's the first Nick player with at least 25 three-pointers and a field goal percentage over 50% in his first 100 career games. Um, 
Obi Toppin finished with a plus minus of 21. And 21, I'm just giving you an example of a tweet I had. But Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly each have at least 26 games minimum with a positive plus minus. So it goes back into rebuild. The number, the numbers aren't showing for quickly and Obi, but the advanced stats says otherwise. And I think the advanced stats is matching the eye test because we're watching the vets literally wet the bed. Literally. Yo, yo IQ is wet in the bed too, though, man. How many times are you gonna get that rebound and then run back to the three-point line and then he, stop dribbling? How many times are you gonna do that? He pressure <laughs> rebuild. We're, you're going back to my points, bro. Pressure no, I'm saying, rebuild. yeah, it's definitely definitely like a boomerang type of thing going on here. But the the thing is, like like oh, you mentioned Obi, uh, IQ, Burks, and um, I'm gonna throw Nerlens in there. You, you're talking about um, advanced stats and things of that nature. All right, a lot of teams um still go with advanced stats. They be like, okay, well, listen, the Knicks are just stupid, right? They don't know what they got in Obi Toppin. They don't know what they got in IQ, right? And Burks, you know, for for whatever he is, he's a good um a veteran to have on a team. You know, none as well. Same thing, same boat. So those four players couldn't get me a, a damn point guard, man. Those four players couldn't get me. You mean to tell me Obi Toppin is there's all these advanced stats? Uh, IQ is so good. I test advanced stats, like you said. And uh, and you know, like, like I said, Burks is still a, a, a nice veteran, and Nerlens is still a decent veteran. You mean to tell me those four guys cannot get us any point guard? It doesn't nope. have to be an all star, just any point guard. Nope, they don't have what? no value. You no just said the value, man. They got value to us. The no, to the us. advanced stats. You just said yeah, the advanced but, stats. Yeah, but the value to us probably ain't the same value to them. Nobody don't want no fucking Evan Fournier, bro. What, we, well, listen. You want Evan Fournier and Obi Toppin in the trade? You going to lie to the people? Yeah. I, I don't like advanced stats. You 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 threw the advanced stats out there, right? So 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 some people really love advanced. Yeah, I just I just broke my light. <laughs> oh shit. Well anyway, like like I said, advanced stats, you know what I'm saying? Like like people believe in advanced stats, you know, so it, it means something to them. So that advanced stats will make Obi Top and the o and IQ look good to somebody. Well well. Don't let me get in the Randall advanced stats because I, I got in his advanced stats. You, you damn right, people ain't gonna want to trade for his ass. So, yeah, but on, on the opposite side, like some people don't care about advanced stats, and they'll look at at um at at Randall and they say the last month he's been averaging 28, 12, and, and seven. You know what I'm saying? We're we gonna get into that too. Because I, I I got stats on that too. We gonna we're gonna get into that. Just like I, I, I don't understand this team, like and then Quickly, quickly, first nine games, 5.7 points per game, 30% from the field, 23% from three. Next 28 games, 12 points per game, 41% from the field, 37% from three. Last 16 games, six points per game, 28% from the field, 26% from three. Um, Next with at least 500 points, 100 assists, 53 pointers in each of their first two years of their career. RJ Barrett, Langston Galloway, Langston, shout out to you once a Nick, always a Nick, and Emmanuel quickly. Uh, that's dope. But coming to Randall, out of all the high usage players in the NBA with plus six, 26 minutes per game or more, Julius Randle ranks dead last in efficiency at 47%, fourth in turnovers with 186, and has the worst plus minus. 
Rebuilding pressure. <laughs> Rebuilding yeah. and pressure. Quickly and Randall should be on the court together. If if that's what you want. But if you want to put the ball in Randall's hands, why wouldn't you want that? Well, listen, like, like, like if you if you want if you have Obi Toppin and you got Julius Randall, I, to me, you gotta you gotta pick a side. You know, you can't because I mean, you know, I, I actually did a podcast a while back. Nobody watched it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was I was comparing I was trying to compare Randall and Obi to like a, a Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. It sounds crazy, but listen, you want you want to play these guys together. That's essentially what. The Boston Celtics did with with Bird and Mikhail. Um, you know, Bird was already the the established star. They went and got Mikhail after after the fact. But Kevin Mikhail eventually became an All Star. You know, crazy Hall of Famer, but coming off the bench behind Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? So so it's happened before. So if you if you have a Julius Randle and you're taking advantage of his skill set, you still can bring in uh you know another guy of a similar similar cal- uh, caliber, a similar position, and still be successful. I you know, the, the, like I, I, that's why I keep trying to, you know, uh, you know, we were saying here that um, it always comes back down to coaching and all and all this stuff. That's what uh, Marvin was saying. Uh, you know, you have to pick, you have to, you have to make a decision what you want to do, man. Yeah. You know, so like if if you're gonna do it, then we have to take advantage of it, bro. We have to take advantage of it because it's one thing to say, okay, we can't play them together, but you listen, we if you're gonna play them together, we have to have a a, a plan of attack of how we are going to take advantage of of, of the situation. Goes back into this is a this is what is a rebuild is about, man. You supposed to be figuring out if you could play those guys together. And now that I heard that analogy once again, um, I kind of like that analogy, and, and I understand what you're trying to say. You know, a lot of people will, uh, uh, jump out the window and say, "Oh, he's trying to say he's like nah, nah." He's just saying that you got two good players that you drafted in your organization, and the Boston Celtics found out a way how to make them work. And yeah. it worked out for the better. Yeah, because because the if the Celtics were, were were like suckers, they could have said, "Oh, they can't coexist with each other. We got to trade one." You know, yeah. uh, at one point, at one point, the Knicks had um, Bill Cartwright and they had Ewing together. You know, so they um they had they called them the Twin Towers, but they they made they just made mistakes because I mean, if you're gonna have two guys like that, you need to have other things in place. So, you know, that that the Knicks messed up, and then the Knicks went and traded um Cartwright. For Oakley, and then like we we talked about this before, like like when if you look at the salary, Oakley was the second highest paid player on the team. So Oakley has no skills except rebounding the basketball. He can't score nothing, but he's the second highest player in the thing. That's you know that's where that's where the Knicks mess up. You could just go down at like you're looking at numbers and stuff. You look you could look through the numbers and see exactly where where the Knicks messed up throughout throughout the years. And if you want to say rebuild, we've been rebuilding since 1946 when when the first game happened. Hmm. You know, because uh, it's not like they're not like the the NBA just stops for a little while. You know, we're constantly every year, another season. There's always another season. So every season, every season, you have an opportunity to um to reinvent yourself or or to get better as a franchise. You know, but the, the how how teams get better. Shout out to Golden State. Golden State was complete trash before um they start before they got uh you know Steph Curry there. It, and while Stephen Curry was there, his first couple of years, that team was complete trash. You know, but. You know, be, before that they had Baron Davis and stuff. I mean, you could just keep snowballing how, how it goes. But how how come Baron Davis and them? They had a really good team. How come they didn't win the championship? Some things didn't work. But I mean, you know, when, once you get once you finally get something going, you have to snowball it. You have to keep it 
you have to keep it rolling or, or else nothing's yeah, gonna happen yeah man and you know there's well once again this is a rebuild they did get a uh uh they did get a fine basketball player in Quinn Grimes I say that I really like Quinn Grimes and I didn't even notice little stuff like this so you know his three-point attempts per game in college this is just his Houston stats he attempted eight threes per game. He shot 40% from three, but his defensive win shares was 2.4. That is impressive. The yeah. only other player to accomplish this since 1996, Steph Curry. He shoots the lights out, and he cares about defense. His defensive rating is much better than other sharpshooters. So this is the reason why we could see Quentin Grimes today in a Nick uniform, and he defends well. So, you know, Quentin Grimes, he set the Knicks rookie record for most three-pointers made in a game today and his first start when he made seven threes. He's the um he has the most games with five three-pointers by Knicks rookie. Um he has three so far. Tim Hardaway has had four when he was a Knicks rookie. Um he has the most games with five plus three-pointers by rookie this season. Um he K Cunningham has six. Quentin Grimes has four. Excuse me, my bad. And um, Quentin Grimes, so another stat, you know, in December, he was the only rookie in NBA history to make more threes over a two-game span than Cody White. Kobe White. So he made seven threes one game, and then the very next game, he made five threes. And he's Quentin Grimes is also the first Nick rookie with five-plus three-pointers in consecutive games. And he's second um and three-point percentage amongst all rookies first is au damasu well shout out to the chicago bulls for that draft pick um quentin grimes is absolutely a fine basketball player uh he fits here you need basketball players like that um he fits the archetype of a danny green you know his championship winning players rick fox you know all those type of three and d archetypes from from each of those teams he fits the bill so He's a high character guy too, man. You see mm -hmm. him out there leading, mm -hmm. being a leader mm -hmm. out there. Also, too, he just so, like so like poised. He never seen. I mean, he, he is just a damn good basketball player. Also, he's twenty one years old too, same age as RJ. You know, so now we, we there's so many different parallels that we have here. But I mean, we we have to be we have to be so opportunistic now to get the right mix together. You know, I mean, Julius Randle could stay, RJ could stay. You know, Fournier he could stay. But I mean, there's so many other different um, move pillies that that we can move around. To, to make the team better, we like um you know I I don't want to keep jumping around, but I know you got more more stats and stuff. Um, playing Grimes over his last fifteen games, two point three, two point three three pointers made per game at forty one percent. Um, yeah, man, Quentin Grimes is flourishing as a a prototypical three and D prospect that we needed. My beef though with Quentin Grimes is I felt like he wasn't dynamic enough. So that's where the R that's where the um not the RJ Barrett, that's where the Cam Reddish, you know, stuff comes in. But back to rebuild pressure, stupid ass Tom Thibodeau. Reddish, since he's come to New York, averages five points per game, 0.9 rebounds per game, 0.4 assists per game, and 12 95% from the free throw line. Tibbs, stop being a clown. You got three young wings, Quint Grimes, Reddish, RJ. Tom Thibodeau can't stop being a clown. Tom, Tom Thibodeau is just a clown now. Clown. He, he, he's a he's certified. He got his like card and everything. You know, Ringling, Ring straight Ringling brothers right now. Clown. 
It, it really only coach, go ahead. Yeah. Only coach. Only coach in the league that will play Taj Gibson right now. Literally, only coach. Go ahead. Well, I'm I'm dying. I'm I'm dying to like to throw a wrench in this conversation so bad. So l- listen, we, would you? Mm-hmm. All right, we just said all those all those different people right, that, that you said right, a bunch of different players, and you already have a thought in your mind. Would you trade RJ Barrett to get that point guard? Nah. Mm-mm. Why though? Need a wing. Championship. We got Cam Reddish. Nah, that's not realistic for me. Why? Because RJ Barrett was drafted here. That's not a good reason why, though. Well, it's a biased reason. I'm sticking to it. That's an emotion, emotional reason. That's an emotional yeah. bias reason, yes. And that's the same reason why the Knicks didn't trade Julius Randle or Obi Toppin for a point guard. <laughs> well, Julius Randle, Julius Randle also averages like 20 this, 20 that, 15 that, X, Y, Z. And he was an all-star last year. You bringing up last year to me? No, no, I no. this monkey wrench. I love, I, 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 love I, throw, I love to throw wrenches at you, man. But listen, would you trade RJ Barrett for a point guard? Now, no, the, the, no. Your, listen, your answers were were um, were emotional answers. I, you know I, I, would, I wouldn't even trade Scotty if we had Scotty Barnes or RJ Barrett. I wouldn't trade none of those guys for a point guard. Let's say if but we, we drafted, but we don't have them though. So so let's say if we draft if we drafted any other position besides a wing, I would be interested. I would do it. But but we we don't got Scotty Barnes, but we do got Cam though. I can't, I don't have no. I'm going off what I see, and from what I see, I can't really. It's like, it, what you want me to say? <laughs> well, no. Well, th- this this is the point I'm trying to make. Let's say like like um, we, we're just trying to build the roster. Like uh, if if you if you put like um, it's it's like my car. I'm about to get rid of my work car, and I'm sad. I'm really sad about it. Uh, well, it's a segue. I got two flat tires, bro. My my two front tires are flat. My, there's something going on with with, with, uh, with the the computer on the car. I, I I was thinking about replacing it, and then just now when I was parking, uh, somebody stuck something in um uh, in the in the pole, and it freaking broke my my um my rear um my my right uh what do you call it? brake light. So you know what? I'm throwing the whole damn car in the garbage, man, because it's causing me too much stress. I got another car, so I'm gonna just drive my other car. Instead of um, holding on to this to this thing, so th- the point I'm trying to say is that like like um, like we want certain guys to do so well, like Mitchell Robinson, pay that man, all this other stuff. It, it that it it's like an emotional things there that that I'm just taking away from what we really want. We really want to win a championship. Like me, I I just want a car that works, you know. So we we need to focus on what's what we what's what's the real plan is is to win a championship. So now so I'm just gonna throw this out there. If something comes up. Where we can get ourselves a, a, a really good point guard, and get give me just give me an example of a really good point guard. I, I don't know. Uh, somebody mentioned um, a Sexton. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like somebody, somebody that's established, like an established point guard. Established point guard that that could realistically get loose. This um, uh, San Antonio, the kid from San Antonio. They not trade him, and they're no. Not but listen, good. listen, listen. They they might trade him if we if we put give them a package of R.J. Barrett. Nah, I'm not doing that. Absolutely. No, you're not doing that. You're not doing that because you love RJ Barrett more than you love the Knicks. They're not doing business with the Knicks, bro. It's why not? No. Because that we all right, we screwed them over with the Mook Morris stuff. You forgot, <laughs> but that's also emotional shit, though. Nah, you're talking about, you're talking about roster, roster stuff, bro. If we listen, if we if we trade RJ Barrett, right? Listen, RJ Barrett, throw a, a draft pick in there or whatever they need we need to do to sweeten it together. We we probably can get that kid here. We'll we will be worse than we will be worse than what we are now. Why? Why? You, no, but listen, don't we need a point guard though? 
So you don't want somebody defending the perimeter? We got Cam Reddish already there. We got already got Cam Reddish. I don't have no evidence of that. And then we got Quentin Grimes too. We got him too. <laughs> don't laugh. We, you, you just you just said you just you just read a beautiful soliloquy of praising the 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 life essence of of Quentin so Grimes. Bro. What we doing? What we doing? With, what we doing with Obi and Randall? Well, at that point, that's another that's another conversation. We can't. We gotta have that conversation first before we even talk. No, 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 no. Because we 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 getting the point guard first. Who's defending they, the perimeter? Uh, the point guard that we about to get, bro. So you think Deontay Murray and Randall is gonna do something? You don't. Even, you wouldn't. But, even the, the, but Rand, Randall's not in the perimeter. Is it's Dejounte Murray and Quentin Grimes is in is in the backcourt? <laughs> don't don't laugh because it feels good, man. Don't laugh because it feels good. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, listen. Stay for real, for real, for real. Yo, tra- uh, li- listen. San Antonio is entertaining us in a conversation to trade Dejounte Murray to us for RJ Barrett, right? So that's 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 the basis of the conversation. Yo, you're saying so you're telling me. Who is going to guard the perimeter? I'm telling you, DeJounte Murray and Quentin Grimes. Isn't that what we want? Yo, Quentin bro. Grimes and DeJounte Murray in the backcourt. Yo, bro, I can't, I can't, yo, bro, I can't, I can't straw man, bro. That's straw man. I can't do that. <laughs> but that's the point. The point I'm trying to say is that, like, listen, RJ, RJ is a little bit more than just a, a nick to you, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, listen, I'm telling you to right now, I would sacrifice RJ Barrett if they're going to, if we're going to get um, DeJounte Murray here. If, if we can get Jajante Murray for, for RJ Barrett, goodbye. And now we got um uh, Jajante Murray, we got Quentin <laughs> Grimes. And, and then listen, if if, uh, if if we do all that, we still got um Julius Randle. Uh, I don't want Mitchell Robinson. We, we can make a mm-hmm. uh, we can trade OB top in it. So and, who and, your and, starting uh, center? Oh, so who huh? your starting center? It don't it don't have to be Mitchell Robinson. Because <laughs> because no, number one number one we already we already placed RJ with with Cam Reddish. Right, and then, and we, and and we, um, we, we, we replaced the backcourt with Quentin Grimes and Jante Murray. I, I don't see what's so funny. You that team is the only, so the only thing funny is that is that I traded RJ Barrett for Jante Murray, and yeah, you don't know how I did it. So your team is Jante Murray, Quentin Grimes, right, Evan Fournier. Yeah, he's on the roster somewhere. Yeah, he's on the roster somewhere. Dwight Howard. <laughs> now you you keep saying Dwight Howard. You keep saying Dwight Howard, but not for nothing. So give not for me nothing. But listen, give not for nothing. Center. Not for nothing. If we had Dwight Howard, we probably would be better with it um that way. Oh, oh. Now, now, Eru, Eru, Mitchell Robinson. Yo, yo. We, we talk about it all the time. Mitchell Robinson. Uh, Mitchell Robinson don't box out. Even yo, I, I just posted Even a video. Somebody posted Even a video uh, about Mitchell Robinson talking about, oh, that the reason why I post my post my plus and minus is because uh, they, you know, they, they want to blame me, so I post my plus and minus or whatever. That that dude need to get up out of here. He need he need to go. I disagree he need to go with to that. another team. I, I disagree with that. Another man told me shut the fuck up and gave me a thumbs down this year. And you telling me about Mitchell Robinson tweets? I don't want to hear that. All right, but listen, RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett for Jadante Murray, that is a done deal for me, bro. Bro, in your own we, we, world, you think that's value? I don't know. But listen, I, I know listen, the number one thing that we've been saying this whole podcast is that we need a point guard. So okay. so San Antonio said, listen, give me RJ Barrett and I'll give you Jujante Murray. And you say no? The Knicks, are not, the Knicks are saying no. They're not doing that. Why? If we need a point guard to save our lives, why would we not? Why would we say no to that? Because it's not for the now. Ain't no way. In, ain't, ain't no way. On, I wouldn't even post that on Twitter, bro. I'm about to post it on Twitter because I don't give a fuck about them young yeah, motherfuckers on Twitter. Now, for who? Bro, 
You didn't even. You didn't. Did you say for who? Dejounte Murray, bro? Did that yo RJ for Dejounte Murray? You would not do that. I'm Are not you kidding doing, me? Bro, I'm not trading RJ for God, bro. Solo for that. So then, so name. then, so then, after all the stats that you gave me just now, well, all the stuff you just said, right? So, uh-huh. so that, so that means that it doesn't matter if we get a point guard or get better, just as long as RJ Barrett is stays on the Knicks. It's not about RJ Barrett staying on the Knicks. It's about it's called roster construction. So you're challenging me on getting a point guard. I'm challenging you on wins, win championships. When was the last time a point guard was a Finals MVP? When was the last? Oh time my God! Why does it got to be Finals MVP if we won the championship? When the last? When the last time the team's best player was a point guard? Come on, stop it now. What is the point? Why does he have to be the the um, the, the best player? He he we he is the, he solidifies the point guard position for because us because other teams' best players are wings. Sorry, yeah, but RJ Barrett is not a good is not our best player. But, I, I don't think he ever will be. I I I guess <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, I, so tell Julius Randle guard the other team's best player. He don't have to. So who's going to? Whoever else that we, that we as we continue to build the roster, that, that's who's going to guard him. Julius Randle's a power four. He shouldn't be guarding the other team's best player. That's my point. <laughs> you need wings. But we got Cam Reddish. <laughs> Tell that to Tibbs. <laughs> but Tibbs is fired already. Tibbs is a clown. Tibbs is, Tibbs is already fired. I mean, don't die, man. Don't die on the, on the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I just don't get it, y'all. Hey, listen, anybody, anybody in this chat here, would, would you trade? Would you trade RJ for John Dante Murray? Oh, you about to get a bunch of no's. <laughs> I'm dead ass. If anybody that's watching, would you trade Dante Murray for for RJ? I'm shooting Randall to the moon before I even talk RJ. Randall getting shot to the moon, brother. Sorry, that's crazy, man. RJ game ain't point guard dependent. You kidding me? Because because listen, we we we're not talked about it. Blue in the face now. There's so many different ways to build a roster. You know, I said I said the Knicks did whatever they did in the, in the '60s, whatever to get to where they had to go. Even even Ewing, the Ewing era. We 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 started off where Ewing was playing with with um Bill Cartwright, and then we ended up flipping stuff around. We, we fixed the team up. He had a whole bunch of different things going on with the, with this team. Then we we got Pat Riley. He flipped the roster again. So there's so many different ways to flip the roster, man. You know, to, to, to flip the roster and get better. So I mean it, it doesn't end with just this one player. You know, like 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 I said, if, if we trade RJ to, to get Jante Murray, now we now we have a solidified point guard, probably like one of the best young point guards in the NBA. You know, best he, he's a he is probably the best rebounding point guard. You know, he he could pass the ball defense, you know, he, he could score. So I mean th- that's locked down. Now now Quentin Grimes, I trust Quentin Grimes, you know. You are we still paying Fournier, but Fournier could get traded too, though. You know, it's it's a it's a moving thing. It's a it's a moving thing. So once you get certain guys in place, then then you can start pinpointing how you want to win. And then like like we, we need a wing, yes. But but listen, you you, you got to trade something to get something. So my thing is okay. Listen, we keep RJ. Then how do we get the point guard? Because I mean, it, it doesn't have to be RJ for Jonathan Murray. It could be somebody else in the trade. You know. But why is it so funny to trade RJ for Jonathan Murray? Only because you you have RJ sitting on the pedestal. I'm getting annoyed. Now I'm getting annoyed with this combo because we shouldn't even be having this fucking combo. I labeled out six times where we could have had a starting point guard even before this combo. But now we got seven. <laughs> nah, I'm not trading RJ for point guard. So I don't know where you're going. Oh my god! All right, so cool. So how do we get a point guard? 
Because I, I, I'm telling you, I know for a fact that 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 San Antonio will trade Dejounte for for RJ. I, I I just I just gotta I know for a fact. If we if we start with that conversation, that it could happen. So Man, anyway, RJ got more value. Duh, I would do that what? trade for San Antonio in a heartbeat. If the Knicks was that dumb, there's people there's people on the San Antonio roster that's better than RJ right now. Who better or comparable to him on the roster right now? Who? Lord have mercy. Now I gotta pull up the uh, pull up the San Antonio roster. They got they got a bunch of players on that team that do exactly what 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 um, what RJ does. Who? Oh man. Now nah, you gotta be clicking. San, how do you spell Antonio, bro? Yeah, San yeah, I, Antonio. Listen, Evil just doing this because he he wanna he wanna strike, he wanna get the energy up, man. I don't know what he I don't know Listen, what he's trying to do. I, I'm trying to throw a wrench in, into this in this conversation to get to I, get the juices flowing. I don't know but, what um, he's trying to do. This this on, this man. RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson talk, man. I'm, I'm paying. I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you right now. Give me a second. Uh, the freaking screen is jumping like crazy. All right, so the current the current roster over there, they got um Keldon Johnson. I'm taking you know, here. You might want to take them over him, yes, but if they're on the same team, you know they both basically do the same thing. Uh, they traded Derek White. Uh, they got you got uh, Devon um, Devin um, Vessel is over there. I'm taking all the but does it, it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. They, they um they, these guys are comparable. How Devin Gasell and put the ball on the floor, but and RJ doesn't really do it either, though. RJ could barely jump off the ground half the time. He drags his feet. He um he can't um um, um look out his right eye either sometimes. You know, he can't make layups, he can't make layups a lot of times. Interesting for a player that's put up <laughs> the only 35, 5, and 5, the youngest Nick to do that. That's interesting that you said. I mean, but that's one game. That's that's one game. Yeah, there, there was a dude back in the days. I, for, I forgot Money's name, but he used to play for – um, I, I forgot what the team he used to play for, but he, he scored 50 points one time, you know, 50 points in the game. He was complete trash, but he scored 50 points once in his life. Randy Jennings? Not Brandon Jennings. This this is something in the somebody before that, like in the early nineties. I think he, I think he played for. I think when he did it, he played, either played for Atlanta or or Miami. He, where he scored fifty points one game, but he but he was a, a like a, a career backup. So I mean, yeah. it happens, you know. So the, these career things, the first guy that did this, the first guy that did that, yo, it happens, you know. Even to this day, the first black person is still doing this. The first Chinese person is still doing that. So it, it you know, yo, even before like. Even before the like trade RJ talk, it's like this goes back into rebuilding. You draft Obi to be Julius Randle's backup, and you don't consolidate either Randle or Obi at the trade deadline for you to get a point guard. I don't get it. Like it's it, it, it's stuff like that that makes your situation worse. And then now we get the Mitchell Robinson. So my boy. He, 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 <sighs> Understanding the landscape, right? So I just said that the Knicks didn't consolidate at the trade deadline. And you talking about, um, you know, would you trade RJ for a point guard? And, and then I'm bringing up uh, why didn't the Knicks consolidate either Randall or Obi for a point guard? Understanding the landscape. How do you not know, like what I said earlier, how do you – how you just don't know Halliburton is on the table? Like I, I really, I, I want a story behind that. Like I, I really do. I, I'm telling you, and then look, look at the look who they traded. They they traded Sabonis and Lamb for for Halliburton and whoever they got. Sabonis and Lamb, 
You mean to tell me that Julius Randle and and, uh, and Alec Burke couldn't make the same deal? Because I, I could argue that RJ's better than Sabonis. I could argue Randle's better than Sabonis and Lamb and Halliburton. But it, 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 I, I don't. But the point is, how do y'all not know? You know what I, I don't know. Or maybe oh. they did know, but then, but then everybody's too busy arguing; they can't make a damn decision. Or maybe they did know, but like Mark Berman said, you know, the optics. They didn't want to trade Randall because of the optics because they passed on Halliburton in the draft for Obi Toppin. See, little, little dumb shit like that. Dumb stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's dumb, man. Because, I mean, we can go back to any like any random draft. Like, they'll draft a player, like, say, like uh, like Marbury. They'll draft Marbury and trade trade Marbury for the next pick, which is Ray Allen. They'll do that. They do, you know, teams do dumb shit all the time. You know, like, you know, even in, like, the, the, the Chris Webber tr- um, draft, they they um they trade they traded them for a penny or Hardaway like the, on the draft night like why do why do teams do shit like that the 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 Luka Donick for for Trey Young why do, why do teams do do dumb shit like that but it don't matter you know it really it really it really shouldn't matter like like if a trade is gonna happen a trade needs to happen you should just make it happen you know so that optics shit man if that if that's the case man then then this is uh, this we we're a lot deeper in doodle than than we think we are um absolute absolute dog show and um you know understanding the landscape every single team in the east got better in the offseason last season besides the knicks and the knicks the, one of the things that really grinds my gears is the mitchell robinson situation because they paid nerlens before they paid mitch and i feel yeah. like you, you're supposed to do your people good especially your draft picks because you know those are your home that, that's your homegrown talent the fan base attaches themselves more to their draft picks. We just had a whole blow up about RJ Barrett because obviously I'm more attached to my draft pick than a guy who got traded here. Players that average 10 points per game, 10 plus rebounds, 1.5 blocks while shooting 75% field goal percentage over a 10 game span this season. Mitchell Robinson, Jared Allen, Rudy Gobert, Robert Williams. Mitchell Robinson has his second career 20 rebound game. He's the fifth Nick with multiple games with at least 20 rebounds at age 23 or younger. He joins Willis Reed. Willis Reed had 16. Jesus. Willis Reed was a beast, bro. He was a beast. He Willis Reed was a man. He was a real man. Normal. Man, compared to Patrick Ewan, Patrick Ewan only had two. <laughs> so, so Willis Reed had Jesus Christ. Mitchell Robinson, um, he's the first Nick with 10 offensive rebounds in a game since um Anus Canna in 2017. Shout out to Anus Canna. Uh it's, it's really it's really Ennis Cantor. And Ennis. Well Anus, Anus Cantor. I'm not sure about if it's Anus. No, nah, no, nah, I'm calling him Anus. You're gonna call him Anus. All right. Yeah. If you want to call it for that reason, <laughs> I'm good with it, but you know. <laughs> oh man. And, and, and as we all know, you know. Mitch Robinson, second in the season and offensive rebounds, 176 versus Steven Adams. You know, you know, picking up everybody's bricks, especially Randall and, and, and Evan Fournier bricks. You know, Kevin Walker bricks and bricks. Well, and listen, bricks th- th- those are great stats, right? But how many stats does Mitchell Robinson have that's comparable to like they say like a like a, a Chris Dudley or something like that? Or Jared Jeffries. You know, because 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 all those great games you, that, that he has, he has plenty of games where where I'm quite sure uh, he's the first Knicks since Jared Jeffries to fucking suck like a like a bastard in in, in this game. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, that OKC game, um, he he had all those rebounds, but the last five minutes of the game, he he to me he lost the game. 
in, in the OKC, the last five minutes of the game. You know, and then if you want to go to to the um, Brooklyn game, he got his ass handed to him in Brooklyn too. You know, so th- th- like for, for whatever um, many games that he has where, oh, he's the first thing to do that, first thing to do that. But, hey, guess what? He's the same um, Nick since Jared Jeffries that gets his ass bust handed to him by, by mediocre teams. You so, know? So to defend Mitch real quick, yes, he do. He, he always killed no-name nobodies. We, all, we both know this. He kills right. no-names all day, all day, every day. And we don't win. <laughs> the OKC game. Um Tibbs played Mitch 12 straight minutes and then plays Taj three minutes and then brings Mitch right back in the game. That was stupid. The next game, he takes Mitch out and then proceeds to let Taj Gibson get mauled. Literally in the, I think it was the third quarter. I think it was towards the end of the third quarter, he let Taj get mauled. So, yes, like Mitchell Robinson has, has his deficiencies. Like I see people saying, oh, you know, Mitchell Robinson hasn't shot the ball yet, and Mitchell Robinson hasn't does, done this and done that. That's on coaching, and that's on management as well. Because I see the talent. You don't shoot 70% from the field by accident. That's talent. You don't have the highest field goal percentage in NBA history so far, minimum 1,000 percent, 1,000 attempts um, at 73% by accident. That means you have talent. But – I'm disappointed in our staff because, you know, you don't let him shoot the ball. That's my main gripe. I don't. But he don't. But that's the thing. He he got seventy percent, but he's not shooting the ball though. I I don't even know if that's him anymore. I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack. I I don't know if that's him because I've seen the OKC game. All of the young bigs on OKC shoot threes, no matter if they're missing or not. They're shooting the ball, bro. But they're also like six foot eight, six foot five. You know what I'm saying? They, they're not even centers. They're like small forwards and shit. Shoot the ball. Just have some fun out there. You don't, you well, don't get out of dribble handoffs. I'm dribble handoffed out. But here's a flip side to the OKC game. But I, but I keep forgetting to say is that like like the um you know Mitchell Robinson is seven feet tall. Like Tom, the, 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 it, it all comes back to Tom Thibodeau. Uh, Mitch Robinson is seven feet tall. Why the fuck didn't we just run pick and roll every single time down and let let Mitch Robinson get a thousand points? But but even with that, we kill. Now let's continue on Tibbs. We kill Mitch a lot because Mitch has no offensive game whatsoever. Right. What? That doesn't mean he doesn't know how to do a jump hook just because we've never seen it. Why the fuck Tibbs? I, I know I'm cursing crazy, but why the hell Tibbs don't coach his guards to pass it to Mitch when he has a mismatch under the rim? That's not hard. Well, right. I mean, you know, Mitch Roberts can't make layups though, so so him being on the rim is not really a mismatch. It, it, the, the 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 thing is is that we have to get him open to 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 dunk. You know, and and if if the guys if the guy that's guarding him is six foot eight. You know, it's elementary, my dear Watson. Why don't we just run a pick and roll for him and just let him just dunk all over the team? Let him have 30,000 dunks that game. He should, yo, yo, Mitchell Robinson should have had 50 points against OKC. Uh, against OKC. Yo, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, like, and, you know, I, I'm so devastated that the Knicks didn't pay Mitchell Robinson last summer um, and paid Nerlens Noel. That was, that was, that was stupid. It was idiotic. Nick players with 150 offensive rebounds plus, 
Um, 75 blocks through the first 50 games of the season. Mitchell Robinson, Tyson Chandler, Marcus Camby. Two guys that people compared Mitchell Robinson to. And as far as the layups is concerned, you know, he still shoots above 70-plus percent, but he do be – he do be – Yo, Yo, he be posing some easy layups. I'm, I'm yeah, not man. Against the OKC team, he had three guys underneath him. Yes, but he he went up for, for to make a layup, and I guess he was trying to um to dunk it, but he didn't have it, and it hit the bottom of the rim. Yep. And, you know, and, so it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. And <laughs> understanding the landscape, Julius Randle, um. Julius Randle has averaged 28 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists, and eight games this month. I can't even enjoy I can't even enjoy his stats. I can't even enjoy his stats. But and I can't I, I can't enjoy them because we're losing one, but two is because I feel like my coach is just putting too much on this man's plate. It's it's too much. To the point where his numbers is just coming off as like hollow stats now. Well, I mean that that's the thing. Well, that's what that's why a lot of people make the point that that um you know t- uh, that R- excuse me, the Randall's just tired, you know, because it's it's just too much responsibility for for uh, for for Julius Randall when when he doesn't need to do that. We got we got so many other options and thing like like back to the OKC game because like listen, everybody was upset about the Brooklyn game, but that OKC game, bro. If, if you go back and watch the replay of me doing the halftime, the crunch time. I was gonna have a damn heart attack, you know, because because everything that we were doing, it we it just was not making no sense. And then like Julius Randle, it was it, we. I mean, the Julius Randle like was getting run to the ground to the point where he got fouled out in the last few seconds, and and then that was the only way that that, that um Tom Tibble was gonna take him out the game. You know, it, it's just too much anxiety. It, it like it all comes back to Tom Thibodeau. You know, I, there's there's a way to use um Julius Randle. It's a blueprint to use him. You know, since since he's been in college, there's a blueprint to use Julius Randle. But but um, but Tom Thibodeau says, you know what? Let let's just kill this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Let's just let's just let's just make him get his own rebound. Let's make him um bring the ball up. Let's make him um get his own post position. Let's make him let's have nobody down there helping him to rebound. Let's let him get his own offensive rebound. Let's 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 make him pass out the double team. You know, he he got to do everything by himself. And not, not just one time, you got to do it every single time down, you know. So that's not right. And then, like I said, Mitchell Robinson is standing right there. How you know, let, let's run some plays for Mitchell. Obi Top is off the bench. Let's run some plays for him. You know, so so it all comes back to this jackass, this clown, this clown Tom Thibodeau. That's it just keeps coming back to him. Cause he, he's making he's making us all look like look like assholes. And like, all right, let's say, let's say if somebody Cause you know, um, listeners love hearing both sides of, of the story. So let's say if you want to say you don't want to give um, Julius Randle that, uh, you don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt of saying he's tired. Okay, cool. Like I watched Carmelo Anthony, forty minutes, forty-four points, forty minutes, forty-one points, forty minutes, thirty-nine points. I know, but listen, that is, I've never seen somebody say that Carmelo Anthony was tired. But, but at the same time, Obi Toppin minutes, 14 minutes, 19 minutes, 11 minutes, 12 minutes, 10 minutes, 14 minutes, 11 minutes, 8 minutes, 8 minutes, 11 minutes. 
one one thing I want to say about Carmelo though, man, is like like if you, if you look at the 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 usage the and versus minutes compared to what what Julius Randle has to do every single night compared to what Melo had to do every single night, it's it's like totally night and day, man. When 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 Mitch when Melo got the ball, he got the ball, he turned around, jab step, jab step, seven minutes, jab step, seven minutes, <laughs> seven seconds, jab step, jab step, pull up jump shot. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Come back down the court, whatever, whatever. Everybody comes down, he skips down the court. And then he just throws up a three pointer. It goes in because because he Melo's just ill like that. I, I can't you know I'm not saying nothing bad about Melo. Melo's just ill like that. It comes down the court, you know, gets the rebound and it just shoots a half court shot and it goes in. That's because that, that's how Melo is. Comes down the court, hold the ball for for um for 24 seconds and then shoot a shot at the buzzer. That's what Melo does, you know. But but that's way different than than actually you know getting the rebound and nobody's helping running down the court and 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 have to set your own post position and banging banging on the inside there's no pick coming there's no ball moving nothing you know it's like a whole different different thing but i mean i gotta say some of random moves is mellow-esque and then you yeah. can't so i'm looking at it right now so i, I just just like i'm gonna just give you like a a, a four game span you know, like a five-game span. So 36 minutes, 37 points, 12 rebounds. 41 minutes, 37 points, 14 rebounds. 40 minutes, 41 points. 50 minutes, 40 points. 37 minutes, 43 points. Should I keep going? 35 minutes, 40 points. 42 minutes, 43 points. So it's never been a time where people said Carmelo's tired. So, like, I – I don't I don't even know how to realistically judge this man Julius Randle for this season because on one hand you want to call him a bad leader there's evidence of that slapping Kenny Payne's hand being a bad teammate getting up out of timeouts and you know telling fans shut the fuck up and thumbs down and next game you giving giving us four points one for nine from the field but then there's another side where the man tennis play Randall 12 minutes every single first quarter, and you got a lottery pick that's the eighth overall pick chilling like this. He just chilling. He, yeah. he chilling on, on the bench with all that athletic ability, shooting 22% from three because Tibbs just want to have him sitting at the three-point line instead of using him rolling to the rim. He chilling. Come on. Another thing too, man, Carmelo Anthony is the smoothest motherfucker on the planet, man, and he's also one of the greatest scorers that ever play ever ever touch a basketball. Yeah. So he's just on a d- different level with all, everything that he's yeah. doing scoring wise. So you know, it's, it's not it's not even a comparison, really. You know, I didn't I didn't put that context in there. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yes, but, yes. Yeah, and and then just you know, Melo, Melo, I mean, the Boston Celtics that they would they had to go as far. As to say that his wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios in order to make him mad, you know what I'm saying? And 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 it, and it didn't work. And they almost got their ass whipped for it. Yo, Melo's a ball. Yo, on offense, man. Yo, oh man, dog. <laughs> yo, Melo's a different cat, dog. Just different. He just different, bro. He that guy's he's just different, different dude. But but that goes that goes back into the earlier concept pressure. That goes back into pressure. When Julius Randle made that that All NBA Second Team, now you now you in that you stepped into that Carmelo Anthony spotlight now. We're like, yo, brother, you gotta perform every night, boss, and you need to talk to media every night. So once he started, you know, acting frib and you know acting like he was scared of media, he didn't want to talk to us and all that. 
that's when a lot of fans are like, man, fuck Randall. <laughs> that's what, like, what? He don't want to talk to the media, but he sends RJ after losses. But he talks to the media after he scores 30 in a loss. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah oh, it looks crazy. Oh, it looks crazy. Come on. come on, man. But we look, but we look crazy because of Tibbs and Leon Rose. And they're yeah. horrible roster construction and Tibbs horrible minute um allocations and Tibbs horrible adjustments if he ever made an adjustment in his life. He, he doesn't have a wife. Or he doesn't have children. Or he doesn't have a woman in his life. So he don't have a, 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 a female to tell him, yo, hey, you dumbass, you going right when it was left. He- <laughs> right. Well, yo, he, he don't he don't even have a female to do like to do do, do like this, you know? <laughs> you know? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's all you need. Like you stressed out, yo man. It's these these bills and these yo. This guy, these, these guys keep fucking me at work. Blah blah. All, all you all you need is a female to do to take to take your hat off with your bald head or whatever and just go like this, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then you be like, "Who's for dinner, babe?" You know what I'm saying? He needs he needs that in his life. <laughs> hey, um, yo, the man. That's just understanding understanding the landscape, man. You got a 19 and 10 guy. You got you just drafted yourself a, a, a young wing. It's imperative that you get those guys a point guard. I done did it in 2K. That's how I run my team in 2K when it comes to the Knicks. I go get my guys a point guard. Well, listen, man, I already gave you an option for point guard, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying? Option, <laughs> your option. You want some, you want some uh some uh some uh, American gangster Denzel Washington, you know, talking to the feds and all that. That's, 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 um, yeah, but you know, like I said, there's many, so many ways to kill to, to kill a cat. Because another thing too, we, we got Cam. We if if we're not going to use Cam, all right. So listen, here's another conversation, real real quick. Because I I, want, I wanted to say something. I, I forgot what I wanted to say, but but I'll just make this point. It'll come back that, to you. Yeah, it'll come back to me. So I want to make this point. I say okay, we'll keep RJ because I'm okay with keeping RJ. I would just start in trouble with you, right? So, so let, let's let's say okay, we, we got RJ and Randall. That's what we're gonna do. But we need a point guard. We have to get this point guard here. Forget about Mitchell Robinson. Let's say we we say we we we're locked in to sign him. But we, we definitely need need to get this um point guard, right? So so um what's what's wrong with trading um Cam Reddish or like or like Obi Toppin and quickly or some of the other people that I mentioned just to get because because at this point you just got to get somebody here. It it it, it 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 doesn't matter like it, let's say you can have your favorites that you want to keep on the roster. That's no problem. But but how do you get that person here? You know, I'm, I'm under the mindset honestly. So <laughs> he, he, Mike is funny. Hold on, I got I got I got to show. There you so, go. Yep. Um, I'm under the mindset of get a point guard by all means this summer. So what that mindset is, dog. If I gotta give up quickly, I'm doing it. If I gotta give up, uh uh uh. Damn, see, if I gotta give up Obi, I wanna get a point guard because I know the point guard will make Obi an even better player. I just, I, yeah, but I, are, are we are we trying to make Obi a better player? Or are we trying to win something? We trying to win something, but at the same time, you trying to make your assets look good in order for those assets to be shipped off for even better assets. That's the reason why we couldn't get off none of our assets during the trade deadline because nobody wanted our assets. Yeah, but a lot of people like to buy jewelry, but they still live in the damn projects and and ain't, and ain't got like two quarters to rub together. But they walking around with, with jewelry on their neck. I mean, hey, people, people, 
Yo, yo, pe- people, yo, people walking around with seven hundred dollars shoes, jumping a turnstile, getting arrested. They can't. They, they ain't got no ID. Like, wow. Still, you know. So it's people who have their mind all, all fucked up about about a lot of different things. Man, people are paid ten dollars for 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 juice instead of paying a dollar for some Kool Aid packets and putting some water out your faucet and getting some sugar. So it's 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 according to mindset, you know. <laughs> yeah, some people refuse to drink Poland Spring because they go, oh, "I gotta have that other joint that that costs two fifty, you know." It's the same water. Oh man, yo, this. Uh, oh. yeah, I hope the organization is having these same arguments me and you have because it, it, it's it's no way, man. And you know, this goes into my next thing. Um, knowing timelines, so. Cleveland, so all right. Randall's 27. Karis Levert is 27. Or he's 28, probably. Karis Levert is playing with Cleveland's young core now. You don't hear fans saying, let's trade Karis Levert because he don't fit the timeline. You hear fans saying he's a part of their young core. But you got people like me who's crazy and who have said both things about Julius Randle. I said, get him out of here. He's not a part of the young core. I've also said, keep him. If you want to keep him, get rid of the coach. I'm just, I'm done with tips. He needs to go. But, you know, understanding timelines. So Randle can realistically still be a part of this timeline. But he has to understand that he has a team now. He doesn't have to do everything. And the only way for him to realize that is if they get more talent. And I felt like last year we should have wholeheartedly tanked last year to get us some talent. Because if Randall is a guy, let's say if he is a guy who has high ego and, and he's a guy, he's emotional. and Because you need a high head on every team. Honestly, you, you really do. So let's say if he is a guy who, who who's emotional like that. Okay, so can you get me a young, promising point guard that has some spunk and you know, I'm watching John Morant do his little TikTok video. He got money with him, doing drinking his little liquor. But he's an all-star. I'm watching Obi Toppin quickly do TikToks. We nine games under 500. They doing TikToks with little babies, dancing to, to drill music. Stop. <laughs> Please. You only do videos when you accomplish stuff, man. We ain't accomplished nothing. So it's understanding your timeline. I want... Jaden Knight. So I want the Knicks to tank and take hard. What do you think about Ty Ty? Ty Ty for what? He want Ty Ty's ass. He want Ty Ty right to the bench, man. I don't want no. no I'm done with Kentucky prospects. Man. I already want to trade. We got knocked out of here. I already want to get quickly out of here because quickly we're playing bad basketball for about two months. But sadly, I had to praise my boy on the pod today. Ty 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 himself the Sacramento song. I'm good with that. Ty Ty for what? Jaden Ivy or death. That's that's where I'm at with that. Just like how I was with Scotty Barnes last season. 
Uh, that's where I'm at with that. But understanding your timeline. Yeah. Playing Taj and Nerlens and Kimball Walker and, you know, Evan Fournier and, and Alec Bur- It's pointless. Well, let me, let me show you this, man. This this is Cleveland. Like, I hope it doesn't mess this damn damn stream up. But I mean, check check out Cleveland's roster. I'll make it a little bit bigger here. So I mean, there's a few players on on this thing here that were traded away. But they they have Jer- um Jarris Garland. They got Jared Allen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just even to simplify it, um, Mobley was drafted there, and Jarris Garland was drafted there. Um, somebody like Kevin Love is is a holdover from a previous uh run that they had. You know yep. um. But um, okay, those are those are a couple guys. I, I guess you can you can add um, you know, Colin Sexton there. But Colin Sexton is a free agent at this at this at this time, right? But but but, but I'm glad you put up this picture. Look at the age of Larry Marketing and look at the age of Jared Allen. That's how you build your team, bro. But listen, listen. Um, um, Jared Allen was traded, and also Larry Marketing was signed. You traded for a young stud, right? Not a not a vet like what Tibbs would do. He's begging for vets. He's begging for guys who, but you traded for a young stud and you signed another young stud who was on the outs of his previous team. The Knicks just want vets. That's annoying to me. And Cleveland blown the Knicks rebuild out of the water. But not for nothing, Jared Allen at this point he's a vet now, and also Laurie Markin and these these guys are they could be considered vets because they've been playing in the league since they were like nineteen. Yep. It's been a, it's been a few years now. Yep. Um. Once you've been in the league, so my journey is once you've been in the league for five years, you're considered an NBA vet to me. Um. Yeah. Jared Allen is definitely a vet, and Larry Market is definitely a vet, but they're both young vets though, yeah. and they're young, good talent. And they, they, Jared Allen is an all star, a guy who I said before, Mitchell Robinson is better than. But you know what Jared Allen has? An All Star. That's <laughs> uh, one. An All Star. What? And also, I'm looking at it now. Jared Allen. He he's shooting 66 percent from the field, but he actually um is is that that's like real shooting because he he makes layups and and you could give him the ball to post up, and he's still shooting 66 percent. Mitch Robinson, you can't give him the ball to do anything. Sad, yo, yo, sad, yo, yo. Ewu says we can't give Mitch the ball. Mitch still shoots 74 percent from the field. Oh God. Yeah, but we, we can't give him the ball to to post up. But we can give the ball to Jared Allen to post up, and he still got sixty six percent. That's the point I'm trying to make. Do like, do we give the ball? Do do we not post Mitch up because he can't post up, or do we not post up because it's just coaching? I don't want to see that that dude ever ever trying to post up anybody because because he can't score. What? You can't like you have to be able to make a layup in in order in order to post up, and you got to be able to shoot shoot a jump shot in order to be able to post up. Do you, you can't do either. Evidence? I I don't have no evidence of me not knowing if he can't post up or not. All I can see is the games I watch and his field goal percentage, which is obviously above seventy percent. But the point I'm trying to get at is Jared Allen has an all star point guard that Cleveland drafted, and Cleveland drafted back to back guards and back to back drafts. It's like well, that's another thing too. Um, they you know Cleveland they drafted um Connor Sexton and they drafted um Jarius Garland. Sexton might be out of here, so I mean it, it doesn't stop the rebuild. You just have to keep this thing rolling. Um, same thing like it, like um you know say uh Sexton and and um and Obi. I mean uh, um Julius and Obi. Like if, if you make one decision and it is not working out, you got to keep it rolling. You know you got to keep it rolling. They 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 went and they they still had Kevin Love, which they should have traded a long time ago. They ignored him and just built around everybody else. You know, 
And and another thing about their roster is Isaac Okoro, fifth overall pick, helped out the Cleveland defense. Evan Mobley, third overall pick, helped out the Cleveland defense. Uh, Isaac Okoro was trash though. I don't, I don't I don't like him, man. But 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 he's a good role player. But yes. not for not not for. I'm saying for for like where he was drafted for for um, for what he's doing for them, he's not really doing much for them compared to where he was drafted. No, but he's playing. All right, they picked him fifth, but he's playing the role that they're giving him. You get what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. playing the whole role player role, but it fits. It's helping them win. It's not yeah. about the numbers. It's not about the numbers win. They're just they're helping him win. How the hell you delete um comments out of there? What the hell is that? Just cl- um, cl- click it again. Oh, yo, man, I've been trying to get this guy state to 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 figure it out already, man. You know, like to 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 click an email to state for state is like the craziest oh, thing, man. Oh man, you no, know, I'm still I'm still figuring this out. But yeah, my point is, Cleveland got Evan Mobley, blue chipper. Um, Darius Garland, blue chipper. They signed Jared Allen. Blue chipper. They have three blue chippers right now in their current roster rotation, and their roster looks beautiful. While my Knicks continuously plays vets. But listen, also too a vet, Karis Karis You can't forget about that. They traded for him oh, too. Karis you know, Levert, so yeah. yeah, so so they they didn't just say, hey, we're on a timeline. Why we not? Uh, because here's the thing too. Like a lot of like a lot of fans were, were saying that they would ah uh, Karis Levert for what for what? Why if if we get Karis Levert, that I'm gonna do this. XYZ, a lot of people saying that, but um, but Cleveland went and got them, and now now look at them. They they look like they they might be able to to um, yo, I I can say it. They look like they might be able to get to the Eastern Conference Finals with the with this group. They can, depending on who they play in the first round. They definitely can. And the Knicks tried to get Karis LeVert, and they got the phone hung up on them because Evan Fournier contract is too damn long. Stupid, stupidly on Rose. Well, I mean, that's that's all speculation, you know, because I mean, because mm-hmm. there's so many moves and this could have made that, that that we didn't move, that, that we didn't make. So I, I just, you know, and what I think, I think everybody just they, they they say, you know what, we ain't doing nothing because we can't agree. So I think, I think they, I don't, I, I just, I don't know, because everything is gonna start with I think, I think. So it's all bullshit anyway, you know. Yeah, man, and that's <clears throat> knowing your timeline. Cleveland know they know their timeline. They know. Their market, they know um, they needed the draft high to get high end lottery talent, and you know I wish the Knicks did that. I wish we, I wish we had got uh, the third, the fifth overall pick and the third overall pick, and and back to back drafts after drafting R.J. Barrett. So. Well- yeah, well, I also wish that we we would have traded for Jared Allen. I also wish that we would have signed Laurie Markkinen. I also wish we would have traded for Karis Levert because we could have did all three of those. Did we say? Didn't mean you say we wanted Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, we did say that. We we literally could have got all of those. Everybody that that, that Cleveland got, we could have got all of those guys. Even even down to Ricky Rubio and even down to Rondo, all these different players that that's on this team here, we could have got most of these guys. And and I also had a trade for Kevin Love that, that everybody was mad at me about. <laughs> yo, pe- yo, people just be mad. They, they just be mad, and um, I, I don't know, man. And we don't win the lottery, state. Okay, bro, I understand we don't win the lottery, brother. It's not about winning the lottery, bro. Just get a top seven pick. 
if you would have got the all right, Cleveland got the fifth overall pick and the third overall pick. Um, dog. Third overall pick in the 2020 draft. Lamella Ball. Would you love a Lamella Ball in the Knicks roster right now? Oh, I I I I'd give a finger for Lamella Ball. You give a finger? A, a finger. I would give a finger. Where? Would, Where are you putting the finger? Uh Oh, you mean you're gonna cut? You would cut a finger off? I'm thinking you would give it. <laughs> oh, you talking about Freddie? Oh, oh, your man Freddie got fingered, man. <laughs> oh my God, I'm thinking you're talking about like you know nah, finger man, finger. Anal rectum, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man. But yeah, I, I, I got to interrupt you, man. Like, cause how how many teams win the lottery besides Cleveland? Cleveland and Cleveland and Orlando win the lottery, I think, more than any team, probably. Just off the yeah. top of the head. But yeah. the, the Knicks, the Knicks did they did win the lottery once. They they won we won the first lottery. Mm-hmm. You know, so then you know the, the Knicks win the lottery. So so <laughs> let me let me say this to Julian, right? I don't like LaMelo attitude. I wish I had a point guard who wants to be great, who will walk in the garden with ten thousand dollar glasses. Looking like he about to give you a triple dub every night. That's what I want. I like John Moran. I like his personality. I want somebody like that. I need somebody with some spunk. We ain't got no point guard like that. Kemba lost his aura. Derrick Rose, he's too damn old. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not one of those Nick fans who, who, who's praying for Derrick Rose to save our season. Delusional. Um, it, we need a, we need a guard, and then. I just said LaMelo Ball with the third pick. <laughs> Who is the fifth overall pick in the 2021 draft, brother? I don't know. <sighs> Jalen Suggs. Who is the pick right after Suggs? Josh Giddy. So y'all can't tell me if the Knicks didn't get a top five pick and pass through draft, you would have never we, – we wouldn't have walked away with a high-end talent. So, I, man, I, I don't know, man. Knicks passed over DeMar DeRozan. They passed over Fred Van Fleet. They passed over Kyle Lowry. They didn't want to trade Frank and Knox and others for Chris Paul a couple years ago. Um, they they didn't want to draft Cole Anthony, Tyrese Halliburton, and and, and, uh, and Maxie over um, Leon Rose's son's client. Uh, they didn't want to trade Randall or Obi for Halliburton this prior past season. They don't want to trade Randall for Cole Anthony and Mo Bamba. I don't know what they want to do, bro. I don't know. I don't know what they want to do, bro. It starts with just fire this coach. I think once they fire this coach, I think we we can have a we can have easier conversations. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that will stop the bleeding. We have to. That we have to draw a line in the sand. I, I think that's the point that you've been trying to make all this whole podcast, and the point I've been trying to make. We we need to make a a line in the sand and say this is what we need to do, and we just need to just keep rolling, right? Right now, right right now, we had a crossroads, and that crossroads is is because of Tom Thibodeau, you know? Because I mean, like, oh, you need to play this, you need to do that, you need to do that. Who's in charge of all of this? It's Tom Thibodeau. He needs to go. He needs to go. You know, but I mean, I don't hear no no announcements that, that he's going to be traded. We went through the whole All Star weekend. You know, uh, well, the All Star game is tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, we still got tonight for the All Star, and I, I think we got a couple more days off. You know, and we still don't have Tom Thibodeau. We still we still have Tom Thibodeau as a coach. 
So I mean, nothing, nothing's going to stop this because because we we need somebody else in there with, with a different opinion that's going to get um you know put other guys in the mix. It's not going to happen unless we chop off the head here. So there's one way it will stop. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm about to say something that's real toxic. Over the last three games, the Knicks have been outscored 94 to 48 in the fourth quarter. They've shot 26% from the floor, 8% from downtown. So there's one way, you know, that can happen. The Knicks going to continue to go on this losing streak. Let me see where is the Knicks schedule at. Because if the Knicks continue to go on this losing streak, and from my fear, and I've ha- I haven't said this to you this whole podcast, but my honest to God fear is that we're going to come out of the all-star break, bro, and Tibbs is going to literally jot out the same star lineup. And he's going to literally jot out the same rotations. And I think it's going to get worse each game. And I think we're going to go on a horrible losing streak because I don't think he's going to adjust. He has not showed me any any type of, you know, anything this season that tells me he will adjust. So I, I think it's going to get worse. Um, I think we're going to go on a bad losing streak. And I think Tibbs will be fired in the middle of March. I really wholeheartedly think he will be fired. I think he will be fired within the next 10 games. Because I don't see us winning the next four or five games. So what what kills me is that we don't need 10 more games to figure that out. You know, it, it, I, it there's nothing else to do. It, it, you know, even, even every night, the 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 beat writers. So uh Tom Thibodeau, uh, I see that you lost another 28-point lead. Uh, what was your thoughts on how, like, like, how do you have the energy to to, to ask, ask those questions every single night? Like, the same question should be like, it should be like, um, bro, what are you doing? You know, why are you still here? <laughs> like, why is he here? You know, wh- why are you playing him? It, it, it should be the questions that we're saying. Cause, I mean, because we need to get him out of here. It's it, it, that that is what's stressful in within itself, man. So it's not going to be fun the rest of the year with all of this, man. It's not. And yo, Paris, like, we understand. Like, I understand that Randall has been playing 330 more minutes than any other NBA player um, since last season. I kind of really don't care because if on one hand you can say that, yes, but Melo had a baby on Lala while he was a Nick, and I gave y'all the stats earlier, 40 minutes, 44 points, 50 minutes, 39 points, 40 minutes, 40 So I don't really want to hear that right now. I don't want to hear that right now. So anyway. Yeah, yeah but I mean – you you compare the minutes to to having a baby on Lala? Yeah, have bro. you seen Lala's feet, bro? No. Yo, Lala got some fucking talons on them damn things, man. Oh. She has some ugly ass feet. For all the surgeries that she got, the liposuction and the, the tummy tucks and and the freaking things she did to her face and her teeth and all that shit, bro, man, you need to chop them hoofs down, man. Them Get something, or, or at least just wear socks. God damn, man. Yo, do we said socks? Yeah, but listen, like uh, like 330, 330 minutes. Do you realize that's literally 10 games? You know, so at a, at a, if you want to be funny, man, like right at this moment, let's say if today was the game 82, that means that, that that Julius Randle actually played 92 games instead of 82 based on the yeah. amount of minutes the motherfucker's playing. Nah, that those 330 minutes is according to total minutes since last season. It's not this season. In this season, 
He's second. First is Fred Van Fleet. That man, the man Nick Nurse is playing Fred Van Fleet like a like an Iron Man. <laughs> well, but, this, but but also too, Fred Van Fleet only moved from foul line to foul line. That's he don't true. go no. He hardly go any. Not even that. He only go from three point line to three point line. He only going but like like fifty feet. You know, every game he hardly he's hardly moving. Twenty five feet a game. That's true. So I mean, man, that's on Tibbs, man. And look at this schedule, man. So the Knicks play the Heat next on national TV. Oh my God, we're gonna get embarrassed. Then we play the <laughs> then we play the Philadelphia 76ers, and of course James Harden comes back that game. Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. We're losing that game. So that's a two-game losing straight. Uh, then we play Philly again on Wednesday on ESPN. So they, they this is a smear campaign for Tibbs right now. And, I, and I'm happy these games are on national TV so people cannot – so he can stop hiding. And then after we play the 76ers, we play the Suns and the Clippers. Season's over. Season's already over, man. We don't even need that. Not according to Tibbs because they still got Wolves saying Derrick Rose is going to be coming back next uh, Thursday against the Miami Heat. Coming back for what? For what? What are you for what to lose? So you so you rather fight for a 10 seed? You know to be you know to be real Nixie, some real Nick type of shit. Timbo plays the same rotations, going like a five game winning streak, right? Fans like ah rah yeah, Tim's the man, Tim 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 Tim. Then he goes on another losing streaks and get and, and gets the 11 seed in the Eastern Conference. So I was subjected to watch vets all season for him to get the 11 seed. Dog man, I I don't know what I was saying. I I I I, I don't know. I my Twitter might get deleted. That that's how disrespectful I'm gonna get. Don't surprise your Twitter hasn't been deleted yet. You ever, you ever been banned on Twitter? Oh, I got banned. Oh, oh, I got banned. Um. The, in the in the 2020, I got banned. I think fans was hating though, because I was I was oh. posting, I was posting get out for paying off my team every day. I yeah, was posting that. I remember that. And I remember like, that. I was, and I was becoming, I was really rude about it too. Like I did not care, and and I was bashing Randall heavily. So I think somebody was hating. Oh, probably Randall probably sent one of his goon boys got my joint deleted. It's cool though. Almighty four C. Well, yo, not, not for nothing. I got I got banned that same that same time around that same time because I remember remember that that chat that we was in. It was like a thread that I was like, how do you? Because I didn't know how to get out the out the thread, and I kept uh-huh. seeing people shit, and I'm arguing with people. I think I think I was cursing somebody out on there, and then and then Twitter sent me a, a nice little thing. So you listen, you got to take a time out for a week. Yeah, take, take you know? a time. Yeah, but <laughs> notice how those same people don't argue with me no more, huh? <laughs> yeah, because they want to get a hoodie now. Now they want to get a hoodie. <laughs> You didn't know me. You, you, what, what Biggie said? You, you didn't know even how you setting up to blow me. <laughs> he said that. I, I didn't say it. You know. Yo, Biggie said a lot of flavor. Yo, for the kids in the chat, Biggie said a lot of flavor. R. Yeah, he, he said a lot. He got a lot of flavor and lyrics, man. Yo, he and he also said that that um, you look so good. I suck on your daddy's dick. Like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You know, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with. <laughs> I do not agree with that. You know, oh, man. I always, always had to turn. You know, make sure I turned it down before he said it. You know, when I was listening to that. That's your <laughs> man, bro. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. your man. 
This guy Tibbs, man. Tibbs is a Tibbs is a maniac, man. Leon Rose, I don't know what he's doing. The man's been sleeping since um September. Has not spoken to the fan base. So overall, for me, um, Tibbs and Le- Tibbs gets a big fat. He 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 gets a a a, a D minus. Leon Rose for this for this uh, uh midseason so far. He's getting an F because I'm disappointed. Nobody's getting no positive reviews. If you uh, if you want to give the player the players letter grades, I'm grading them as a whole. They get a C minus. Everybody's not nobody's getting passing grades right now because this season is done. Done. You know what's funny? As you said about the grade, because I can't give grades neither. This shit, this shit is crazy. But what's funny is that a lot of these guys are gonna get left back, and we gotta do this shit again. Yeah, take your damn Regents test again. You got a sixty-three. <laughs> no, but you, you get what I'm saying though. Like, like the Knicks acting like they don't want to make a move. So Burks might be back again next year. Nerlens might be back again next year. That's that's some real shit though. This is true. Well, I mean, Kemba's still signed for next year. He could be back next year again, too. Your dog. And then you say pay Mitch, right? So they probably will pay Mitch. Now we just stuck with the whole – we stuck with everybody. And, then, and now it's Scott Layden all over again. Next, please, Tank. Please, please, don't, don't, don't have these fools get on here. And, and, and lie to themselves and, and, and try to fight for this 10th seed, man. You know, just just stop the madness, man. I'm tired of arguing with, with other Nick content creators on this team, man. Dudes getting on the Twitter talking about, oh, Mitchie Robinson, you know, uh, uh, he's saying that he's posting this plus minus because he don't want to get blamed for losses and this, that, and the third. Until I see you talk about the real issues i don't want to hear you talking about mitchell robinson mitchell robinson is a real issue though i, I know but i dislike when certain nick fans talk like company men <laughs> don't company man me bro don't don't wally zerbiak me bro don't call everybody in their mother a superstar bro stop stop shitting the fan base man stop doing that don't stop that man if you want to put blame out, okay, cool. But you're going to leave my young players alone, man, because my young players ain't the reason why. They, they're a part of it. They're like 10% of the reason why we're losing this season, but they ain't a huge part of it. They're not the, they're not the main reason. They barely get even – they barely get run together. So we cannot blame them. It's on Tim's and Vets. And Randy, because I'm being biased right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, like I've been saying, man, oh, there's not, so many no, different. No. Hmm? Not Randy. I'm a, I'm a, I, matter of fact, I'm going to leave Randy out of this. It's on Tibbs and management. Yeah. But I mean, like, like, like I'm trying to say, there's so many different ways to skin a cat, man. You, you can go to we, we can we can make a whole podcast on that. Go to every single team and just watch what they did the last couple. I'm talking about playoff teams that, that are in contention. Just go down the line to all the moves they did the last five years or so. 
you'll, you'll, you'll probably see a whole story, a whole big old story, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's all going to be different. It's not It's not all going to be the same story. It's all going to be different stories. And that's what the Knicks is about, man. The Knicks is about their stories, man. You see Mark Berman, he be fishing. Who reported it? Randall asked him who reported it and proceeds to have my team go 3-13 and as my team's best player while R.J. Barrett is out. And R.J. Barrett gets hurt. My team loses 20-point leads more than children lose remote batteries in a house this is ridiculous man ridiculous bro <laughs> I'm, just laughing. I'm just laughing man that, that shit is funny don't don't wally me that's 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 another good one don't wally me man <laughs> don't wally me man oh man all right y'all i got you y'all <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put that on it tonight <laughs> look at cleveland they were in the worst shape than us three seasons ago our management straight trash. I disagree with you. Cleveland was not in a worse situation than we was three years ago. They weren't? They weren't because they understood the direction of the team, which was tank. Tank, 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 tank. Get higher prospects because nobody is coming to Cleveland. Well, how many years ago he said again? Three. three? But I mean, three years ago, didn't we tank with with um with with um RJ? No, we take with Kevin Knox. Wait, no, you're talking about three four. years ago, man. Three oh, years ago. Three years ago. Oh my God. Damn, three years ago was, was RJ. Oh, all that losing taking a toll on my brain, bro. Oh, damn. Yeah, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, three years ago was the RJ draft. So I mean, you know, we, we did do that. Games left. Yo, this shit is sad, bro. This shit. It, it, like the Knicks, they don't know how to get their head out of their own ass. Like they, they just don't know how to do it, bro. Like hey, I, I let me, I, I gotta interrupt you. This guy, uh, Adaje, did you just come on here at, at the end of a, of a two hour podcast to say uh, and talk about the title of of the video? Do you realize we've been on for an hour and fifty minutes, and you say hey, well, we're way beyond midseason because it says midseason grades and in, in the thing? Did you do that? Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh God, I think he did. Yeah. Do um, maybe. Oh man. <laughs> Do maybe pull out the right. Blah 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 blah. Start shooting the comments. You know. Oh, you want to say some shit? Blah 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 blah. You know. So man, I this team man, the, and and then um, I guess like two more things. I guess we gonna get out of it. Like the whole the whole Cam Reddish thing that. That's what really bothers me. I like that's what got me to nail in the coffin for Tibbs. See, you gotta get see. You know, I had to call. I had to call him out. I know. I know he just got on. I had to call him out. <laughs> yo, the Cam Reddish thing is yo. That's the nail in the coffin for me, and that's the nail in the coffin for a lot of fans. Got nights where Burks goes seventeen minutes, zero points, and Cam Reddish gets a DMP. I have a problem with that. We traded a first round pick. For Cam Reddish, you need to play him. Tibbs is the only coach in the NBA that is not playing a player that that said team played, that said team traded assets for. Stop the madness. Stop lying to me. There's 23 games left in the season. Can you make the rest of my season enjoyable, please? Do I have to put out another video of why I want to trade Randall or why I want to fire Tibbs? I'm tired. I just want to watch the kids play. I'm, 
Nobody would complain. I'm tired, State. I just tired. It, it tired. I'm tired. And then the Knicks don't even. They don't even. They, they they're taking my default this season. And they doing what? Take, take they're taking my default this season. It's my default. Oh, okay. The roster's ass. They're taking my default. Um, so I, I hope the NBA gods, man, bless us, man, because we ain't taking on purpose, man. And I want Jaden Ivy so bad, man. I, I I want I want a flashy, young, dynamic guy with people fear on the fast break. Like teams will fear him on the fast break. He's good, man. That that kid that kid is definitely good. I think if he got him, you know, he. I, but I mean, Tom Thibodeau is still the coach, so. I think you. I, I, I'm. A, I really think he's gonna be. Y'all, I'm telling you, I already laid down the foundation of how he's gonna get fired. It's gonna get worse, bro. It's gonna get worse. Remember, remember early in the year. Remember earlier this year, when when you asked me, I think it was like 13, 17, and you said, "State, you think things is gonna get worse." And I asked you, and I'm like, yo, Dar, you think things are gonna get worse? He was like, nah, I stayed. I think things are gonna get better. Like, I think I I think you you and you named out the um little things that was happening with the Quentin Grimes and you know, Randy started to like pick it up more and and I heard what you said and I came back to the same same equation in my head. Thibodeau plus vets equals lottery. <laughs> so so Hopefully we can get a top four pick this year, and I I, I want Jaden Ivey, man. I don't I don't I like the other guys; they all seem cool. But we need a guard, man. We need we need some spunk. And if you can't, let's say if you get a high lottery pick and Jaden Jaden Ivey's not on the board, trade that pick for a point guard right now. Give me give me a starter. Give me a starter. I would trade. Wow, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but. This is how desperate I am. I would trade if our pick was between five or ten this season in the draft. I would I would look to trade that for Cole Anthony or Deontay Murray, one of those guys. I'm not looking for that guy to walk through them doors. And that's what for honesty. I I, I don't need a if he's not Jaden Ivy like a dynamic dynamic player. I don't need him walking through the through them doors. Now if you're talking Shet or Palau. Cool, but Shaq, give me Porzingis vibes. I'm trying to get away from the whole Porzingis thing. So Palau, cool, but he give me point forward vibes. I'm kind of done with point forwards. So that that's where I'm at with it, man. Yeah, it's definitely point guard or nothing, man. We we, we just need a point guard by any means necessary. Here goes another guy, two, two hours into a podcast. Send me the link. Send you the link, brother. We t- <laughs> brother, we got lives to do lives. <laughs> yeah, but not for nothing. Oh, uh, Josh, I've, I've been trying to get uh, do uh, do a pie with Josh for the for the longest time, man. So we get we gotta we gotta get it together one one of these days. And and I also caught you guys arguing big time arguing on Twitter Spaces. But you know, I was trying to get I was trying to get home so fast, and I was trying to take a shower because I needed to take a shower, man. Because I was I was out there for for a while, and I wasn't able to get in there. But you know. We gotta make it happen, man. We gotta we gotta get this guy up in here and have have like a real because I think all three of us between the three of us together in the conversation, I think I I think I don't know. I don't I don't know if anybody's ready for for that. <laughs> Tell you the truth. 
Nah, because you were gonna try to play both sides. I already know how that comes. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna just be like like the the ma- the matrix on both sides like that. <laughs> both sides, just shooting both of y'all. Because you know I know I know how to get at you and I, and I know how to how to get with Josh too. And then you know how to push Josh buttons and he know how to push both our buttons too, man. So it's just gonna be like, you know, it, it, that would be crazy. We need we need to set that up actually. We need to do that ASAP. Josh. He, Josh is he. We all want to win, right? Yeah. I just was getting at him because at the time it felt like, like we was losing, and Randall was putting up thirty, and then he would say something like, "Randall needs help. Trade the kids," and it would be like, "Do you see what's going on now?" In hindsight, did you really want to trade the kids, brother? So now he's backed off of that, and I kind of backed off my trade rant. No, I ain't backing off my trade random talk. But he he backed off of that trade the kids talk and get Randall help talk because now he finally realizing okay, Randall is not a one, but maybe we need to make a deal and, and get a guy in here that's better than Randall and and, and see what we can do. But it's sadly uh, we can't, man. <laughs> we capped out. Uh, nobody likes our assets. No, we can, but you know Leon Rose gonna have to um, do some maneuvering. But it, yeah. it, it's tough, man. It's tough. All right, so we we wrapping it up, I guess, right? Because you know, yeah, I'm telling you, for people that are just popping in right now, you know, there's a lot of people. A lot, it seems like a lot of people are popping in. I know, you, I know, you can see the um the numbers yeah. up top. So it, it's been been kind of going up and down, up and down, up and down. But I mean, please go back and watch this podcast over. You know, you know, we, we're doing it live. Please go back and watch what we say because me, me and State say a lot of stuff, and we, we say so much shit. It's like it's kind of like like crazy. We we I can't I can't possibly try to edit these these videos, all the stuff that me and State say, man. So, you know, go go back and check check us out because we, we me you know State's making some great points here. He had all kind of stats, and then like I said, we had a great big argument in in the middle of the of the show too. So, you know, you know, please go back and and, and check the replay if you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I threw out too many uh numbers today. I'm damn sure not. Hell nah, dog. <laughs> but, yeah, and stay stay quit his job too, just to do this podcast today because you you don't see no <laughs> you don't see no beds or nothing in the back, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, most oh most ten point four quarters by by next win by next and wins last two seasons. Emmanuel quickly ate. To help with Alec Burks, RJ Barrett five, Julius Randle four, most ten point four quarters by Knicks in the past two seasons. Emmanuel quickly fifteen, RJ Barrett nine. To help with Alec Burks, Julius Randle has seven. So, you know, it's not like we don't have the talent. You get what I'm saying? Like, even if we drafted a guy like like Jaden Ivey, I wouldn't mind keeping Randle in OB and seeing what's up. You know, with them small ball lineups. That sounds interesting. But Tim's got to go. Tim's has to go. I want somebody with a vision, bro. With a vision. Yeah. Y'all do Collins. Oh, man, dog. Yo. Yeah, I, I could I could do Collins, man. But, you know, it, it, it just depends on what, what's going on and stuff. I, I did promise everybody because, because um you know, shout out to, um, to Marvin. Marvin came on and gave a great, great call. And um, the other guy too, I, I have written down somebody from Florida, mm-hmm. a man from um uh, Ernesto from Florida. He called also. He gave a really good call too. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I'm down for calls, but we, we, I promised you guys I was gonna make time for it. So we got to do it, man. Just so, just so we can um chop it up and stuff. 
if if um, if um state i mean it's not even if state you know if you know if state is available we can we can do it too you know yep yeah um, you know man we, we talking that nick talk man i guess i guess we could we could um we could give we could give our final 10 minutes for for this whole um this whole zion williamson thing uh i appreciate you brother thumbs up in the chat man appreciate you guys man um let's let's talk about zion real quick right um so I was watching the CJ McCollum comments and CJ McCollum saying that he has yet to talk to Zion Williamson. Interesting, since Zion Williamson is the number one overall pick and one of the most popular NBA players on the planet. But you have yet to have a conversation with Zion Williamson. Okay, that tells me Zion Williamson has one foot out the door and one foot in the door. And... I don't think he wants to be there, genuinely. I, I don't think he wants to be a Pelican. Even the name sounds stupid, like a Pelican. Um, yeah. Yeah, you want to be you, you want to be a, 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 a what, what's a funny animal? You want to be a centipede? <laughs> Pelican is about the funniest looking animal that out there. Aside of sloth, yeah, you want to be a sloth, you know? A sloth? <laughs> so, yeah. So, but you know. It's a huge risk um, because I don't think he's going to play this season. And, you know, that's alarming because we haven't seen him in damn near. It's going on damn near two years now. Last time I've seen Zion was, I think, in 2020. God, gee, damn. But, um, it's, not, it's unfortunate, though, because they did build a nice team around him now. He has a good team around him. It's a, So is the team built around him or is the team built around Ingram? Well, it could be built around Ingram, but but he fits in there, right, right, right next to Ingram. Him, him, and Ingram is a good one too. But then they added in the number a number three in CJ, you know. Yeah. And then they st- and then and they got a number four with um what's that what's that dude Valentunas, Valentunas, you know, he, he's good too. And then they got a they got a decent point guard too with De- De- uh, Dejounte, whatever the kids, uh, what's his name? Green? Yeah, Green, Mister Green. They you know they they got a they got a really good starting five, and you know uh, check out the bench. They got a decent bench too. Yes, you know. Yes. So, so, you know, no, I'm, I'm looking at this. You know? I'm looking at the Zion situation, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm being cautious. But it was an interesting question posed today on Twitter, and I just wanted to ask you. So, let's say hypothetically speaking, Zion really, really do wants out of New Orleans. Let's say in this timeline. Um, if you have the king pick, please put it up. Let's say if in this timeline, we get the one pick. And in this timeline, it's really it, it really is rumblings that Zion wants out. Would you talk about the one pick? Would you talk to New Orleans about the one pick and Randall for Zion Williamson? But the caveat is we know Zion's injury history. Right. But would you still be like, would you still go to the dice game and say, I right, stop bank. I want bank. I don't care if I'm gonna lose my thousand dollars, man. <laughs> well, if we if we take um Zion, if we get Zion, then um I mean because it, it's a big money uh thing too. Did, did Zion get paid yet? He didn't get paid yet, he's still on the rookie deal. And that and and I said to you, if he does not sign the rookie, because rookie uh, extensions is due this summer. 
So right. I wholeheartedly think I, I think the Knicks is going. They're going to take care of RJ this summer. So I I, I don't even want to. I, I'm not even going to get into that. But I think I don't think Zion is going to sign that contract. And I, that was my prediction earlier this season. I'm sticking to it. I think he's going to curve. Then he's going right. to tell him, "No, nah, I'm not signing that contract." Well, to, to get you know, go down that rabbit hole. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it because I mean, let's say if all right, just, just Zion and Randall are the two guys. Randall is actually making the bread right now, so I mean, so that means you have to send salary to to us to make. So I mean, they do have contracts over there that they can send for for Randall, and then you know, if the Knicks have enough movable contracts where we can make something happen to to make room for these people too. You know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, like, like, look, would we do it? Um, the question is, would, would Pelicans do it? And I think absolutely, because now you talk about Randall. Uh, uh, Rand, now, now you add Randall to Ingram, um, and then you got you know Green over there, and then you got CJ. They got a good team still over there. You know, if if they get rid of Randall, they, they the, still got a good team. With the one pick, <laughs> I know. But even that, I, I wouldn't even have to give them give them the one pick necessarily, because I mean, we, we could let's say let's say if the Knicks uh, drafted ten, you know, uh, the number ten and Randall. That's a good. That's a good um, trade off for um, for Zion. No, nah, they not. They wouldn't take that. You need. I. I think. I think personally. I think the 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 pick holds more value than Randall. I know, but what, I, but don't you want like if you got the number one pick, wouldn't you just want to draft that player? Because I mean, there's a lot of good number one picks in this draft. That's the wouldn't conversations. That? That's in that in this timeline that I created. That's the conversation they should be having. <laughs> Well, at th- at that point, I-, I think I would rather just draft um, Jaden Ivy at that point and keep Randall. That's a good. That's a good argument, man. Um, yeah. And, and I'm on the fe- I'm on the draft Jaden Ivy over Shet and Palau train. I'm on that train. I'm 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 not second guessing myself when it comes to that either. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That's a, that's interesting conversation, but it's something that, that I think that we might actually be like right there, like this next draft, like this. Looking right at that conversation, like, oh shit, it's about to happen. <laughs> like it might go down because the Pelicans look like, like, like I said, for all those, um, those, those trades that they did at, at uh, the trade deadline, they look like they ready. Like, they look like they tired and they just ready. They're ready to do something. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that man. It's looking funny over there in New Orleans, man. And we got R.J. Barrett. So, you know, <laughs> let's I see. I fuck with it, man. If we can get Zion here with with um with, with RJ, we're kind of still in the same boat. But it well, it all depends if um Zion could could get some health together. Then then it changes things, you know. You know that'll be that'll be very interesting. But it still comes back down to the fact that we still need that point guard. You know, we need yes. definitely still need that point yes. guard. Yes, yes, it does. But at the same time, do Zion and RJ really need? A point guard, point guard, or do they need a so in football in football terms as a quarterback, they need a game manager. Mm. A guy who he'll be steady, he's gonna rate, he's gonna make the right moves, he's not gonna make many mistakes, he's gonna take his shots, he's gonna pick his spots. You know, one of those type of guys. I got a name for you. Tyus Jones. <laughs> I watched them ball out on the Grizzlies the other night, bro. <laughs> I got you, yeah. Uh, but also too, Zion, he he does a lot of ball handling too, man. Yeah, Zion. Yeah. You know, he run he like runs the break by himself a lot, throwing the alley oops and guarding point guards and that type of thing. He got really good hands. 
Yeah, it's so, a lot, a lot of shit going on, man. We, we got, we got so much stuff to that that can possibly happen. So, so toxic Nick fan, if you think James Dolan would have won Zion Williamson in Madison Square Garden, if Zion was on the table, you out your goddamn mind. You is out your goddamn mind. And, and I will fire Tibbs. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, fire Tibbs is, is just the bottom line. That's. The, and that's the bottom line, like Stone Cold says. So you know, we gotta. That's it. That's really it, man. Yeah, every every podcast, bad. we should do two hours just for your fire tips, bro. And he'd be like, "Yeah, man, just just fire tips." <laughs> what y'all think? Fire tips. Yep, fire tips. That that that'll be the whole podcast. Because that, yeah. that's what it comes down to. That's what we need to do. Before we even talk about trading RJ, trading Randall, trading, 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 fire tips first. Let let let, let me see fire tips first. Get me a young coach in here, preferably for me a a, a minority, um, and, and 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 let's see what that coach can do, man. Cause I, I I'm done with Tibbs. He's 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 playing my players too much. He's grinding them into the ground. So many injuries, injuries to young players all across the board, and it just looks like my team is just quitting on this guy. So, you know, Texas said that's not what I said. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I hear you. You know what you said. Tibbs got me hurt. Oh yeah, he got you hurt because you was so you was fooled by the almighty fourth seed. That's the reason why he got you hurt. That's what happens when you when you make a fourth seed in the year with a generational draft. It hurts. It does hurt. Yeah, a finger hurts too, man. Oh, I get I give a finger up for a lottery pick right now, man. I know you just you you said that earlier. I'm still like you know disturbed a little bit. Man, I don't need I don't need this finger, right? No, I don't need this finger, man. We good, man. The other four, you can I right. use the four and, and I can still hold cups and shit. Yeah, I'm good, man. Tibbs is seen now. Tibbs is getting dementia. I don't know what wrong what's wrong with Tibbs. He might have to check it to the psych ward at my job. That's what I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume that Tibbs has dementia if he comes out after all-star break and he comes out with the same style lineup. I'm assuming either he has dementia or he's being petty. One or the other. Because it ain't he, he might have petty dementia. Petty. <laughs> well, not, not even at Judge. He need to go across the street to, to Bellevue and go go hang out with them motherfuckers over there. Oh God. Bellevue. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Knicks, man. But um Yeah, that's that's all I got for for this one, man. Yeah, me uh, too. I guess I guess we we got into everything, man. Y'all know where to find us, man. Apple Podcasts, our radio, Play FM, tune in, Google Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, um, Amazon Alexa. You know, say Amazon Alexa. You say State of New York Knicks, or you say um, Die Hard Knicks, and um, and the podcast the show. But you know, I appreciate all of you guys, man. Uh, time for me to go do family stuff. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of family stuff, you know, I'm surprised nobody called ACS on me, man. I'm, I'm here babysitting my kids. Not babysitting, but watching my kids. They they in the they on the side. They they quiet as hell, man. So oh, I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta do good. something special for them. <laughs> I, I can hear I can hear them talking, but they they just like chill. You know, they they're not doing nothing bad. So I, I gotta do something special for them right now, man. They've been, <laughs> they've, been they've been good boys, man. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta I gotta do something for them. Oh, oh thank man. you for the thank you for the birthday shout outs, everybody that that I was watching. Appreciate you guys, man. A lot, a lot of people gave him. He saw it and he was like, "Who's those people?" 
Like I made a comment on Instagram. That literally is what he said. You know, he said, "Yo, who are these people?" I said, "Yo, they they Knicks fans, man. They're the realest realest people on the planet." Yeah, you know yeah. Happy birthday to your baby boy, man. Yeah, six years old, man. Six. Yeah, six. I got a six, oh. an eight, and an eighteen, man. Oh man, I remember when I was sick. No, not though. I smoked too much weed. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even know what I did today. I forgot I went to work today. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh God, man! Isn't that yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Let me get out of here, man. I appreciate all you guys that have been in the chat, man. Um, Loading film. I am Jarrell, Josh. Appreciate you. We gotta get up, man. Ig Parish, um, Mr. DJ Andy. I, Andy, you always in the chat, man. I love you, Andy. I appreciate you, my guy. Eddie was here earlier. Pudge, nice. Um, you know the regulars. Uh, yeah, man. So, I'm out of here. Um. Your kids is too quiet. That means something's wrong. <laughs> nah, they, they, they should be good, man. They should be good. Yo, can 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 you end the broadcast? Huh? Do you see end broadcast on the screen? Let's see. Can I end? Hell no. Okay. So I mean, listen. I've I've been trying to get state. Yo, do you know how long it took me to get state to get headphones? Jesus Christ, state. You know, so and then you know. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get everything everything right with, with Mr. State over there, man. So anyway. <laughs> See you guys on the next one. Might might even be tonight. <laughs> the way me and you be going. Yeah. All right, yo, y'all fellas have a a blessed Sunday, man. Enjoy the All Star game, man. Um, go next. Yeah, no doubt. Peace, y'all. Peace, man.